This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. While Jared Fogel is the affable living mascot turned reviled pervert pariah of fast food, Mario Batali may be the same for fine dining. A ginger Santa with a balding ponytail of a kiss roadie, Batali came to fame in the 90s New York dining scene with a series of smash sit-down Italian concepts created with partner Joe Bastianich. Batali's rapid rise thrust him into the early aughts wave of telegenic celebrity chefs alongside Emeril Lagasse, Bobby Flay, Tom Colicchio, and the late Anthony Bourdain, and the spherical Crocs enthusiast went on to land a Food Network series, a coveted slot as an iron chef, and his own lines of food and cookware, slinging sauces and saucepans branded with his likeness. For many, Batali was the face of Italian-American cuisine, more so than even luminaries like Chef Boyardee, Mama Celeste, and Tony the Pizza Chef. And so in 2010, when an Italian food hall followed in the footsteps of countless prior Italians and moved to New York City, Batali and Bastianich's group seemed like a natural fit. The partnership was fruitful at first. The duo's massive upscale grocery store-slash-food court was as well-trafficked in the Big Apple as an Apple store, and in short order, the brand expanded nationally. But in 2017... Just as the Los Angeles outlet of the chain was set to open, Batali was hit with a series of egregious sexual assault allegations that resulted in his near-immediate exile not just from the restaurant business, but from public life altogether. Criminal charges and massive settlements followed. Nothing new for Batali, who'd once paid five and a quarter million dollars to settle allegations of tip theft from his own waitstaff. Today, like Fogel, Batali's presence has been retconned out of the corporate history of the Italian megamart and the once A-list chef has been forced to ride his Vespa scooter into oblivion. And while this thieving, predatory 3D render of comic book guy caused a marinara stain of shame on the food hall chain he helped establish with Bastianich, it continues to thrive among moneyed big city elites. This week on Doughboys, Italy. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, Richie Mitch, a.k.a. the Silver Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. Does I have a set of fucking <laughs> stairs in my place? Uh, that was courtesy of Josh, who writes, not super clever, but should piss off that stair-having one percenter, eat the Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> stair-having one percent, one percent. First of all, you have more jobs than me. That's not true. You have a second podcast. I have no other job. Big economy. That's not yeah. That's not the slam you think it is. He has to do 20 <laughs> jobs. Do it. What the, what are you talking about then? What what's what is you're saying twisted metal? It also looks like you're wearing no pants in the video <laughs> I've got I've got short shorts on. They're the kind of uh the color of these shorts. And we are in person for people listening to this audio feed. We're in person with the Headgum Studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, Back in one, person. One of our guests is here in LA. Uh the other is remote. We'll get to them in one second. But I am wearing shorts that kind of match my skin tone. Yes. Um, and we are rec- recording video on this, so I guess you'll you'll be seeing a lot of thigh. I'm kind of a thigh guy. 
uh, for those of you who are watching the video feed. I got a it's a high for you. cut too. They're it's high, high they're cut, short yeah. shorts that are flesh colored. They're peach colored. <laughs> What's the inseam on those bad boys? I think these are like uh, these are like five and a halfs. Hell yeah, they're pretty. Yes. Yeah, they're, I approve. They're, yeah, I, 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 hey, I'd like a. a, a uh, sky, skies out, thighs out, as they say. <laughs> oh boy, skies out, thighs out. Yeah. Um. I uh, yeah. Okay. Roastspoonmanagemail.com. Um, <laughs> do you put blush on your thighs? It looks like your <laughs> thighs are made up. I have to say, they look good. Yeah, they look good. <laughs> Thank you. Out of hell, spoon nation wags. Mitch, I have my 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 train story. My story that I teased yeah. on the snack pack. Yes, no one listens, so we should ta- we should retell. <laughs> no, I didn't tell it on this. I didn't. I know, but I'm saying you should you should say that you teased this on. He wants our you to retease the, the tell. Okay, yes. so or retell the tease. Retell the tease. I had a story. Uh, you know what? Let, let, look, let's get through everything because I, I I know at least one of our guests is a train enthusiast, and I and both of our guests living in New York City probably mm-hmm. have some train stories of themselves mm-hmm. of their own. So I'll share the story when we introduce our guests. So let's let's get to the drop. They're here already. I know, but we got. But you have to play the drop, and then we introduce Howdy them. Howdy ho! Uh, Emma, hit him with a drop. I'd like to thank the guy who wrote the song that made my baby fall in love with me. Pizza Hut, Pizza Hut. Kentucky Fried Chicken in a Pizza Hut. McDonald's, McDonald's. Kentucky Fried Chicken in a Pizza Hut. He made my baby fall in love with me. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> it was you as Elvis at the end. The, the, the drops aren't supposed to be making fun of me, too. <laughs> Every part of this feels so much worse in person. <laughs> So here's my so question. So much more humiliating. Is this the first, like, not, obviously not counting live shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the first time you guys have recorded a regular episode in the same room since early 2020. Is no, that no, correct? No. Last time we're recording a live episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is the first. I think it maybe. Yeah. Because yeah. we, did, we didn't do, we do something else in person. We did a Patreon episode in person. I think this is the first mainline episode we've done IRL. Yeah. You both seem physically uncomfortable. Yes. Also, we have, like, I have a couch I'm to always myself. physically uncomfortable. <laughs> Wags? Yeah, I'm uncomfortable. You also, pick, you, like, consciously, we picked the furthest seats possible <laughs> yeah. apart from mm-hmm. each other. Also, we're on video, and we kind of, yeah. I just feel like I'm going to look like shit. I feel like you felt the same way. Why, why didn't, I didn't, I wasn't anticipating video. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed that, that they have video, uh, video capacity here. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I think people like to see it. But we're not camera ready. We look like complete shit. <laughs> you, yeah. you both look Your gorgeous. Your thighs are made what, up. What am I? I have to know. Am I a giant screen? Like, what What am yeah. I in this room? We're seeing we'll, a... We'll show yeah, you. we're seeing a... Yeah, we'll send you pictures of the pictures picture. we're seeing of you. <laughs> okay. And then you All can right. look at the okay. pictures on the screen we're watching you on. Uh, over Anya and Casey, who are, who are producing and engineering this episode for us locally, there is a, a monitor that has uh, your face and Emma's face uh, from the Zoom chat. But so, also like and you. there's a there's a four square show on Fox News that I requested to be put on as well. 
course. You you and Emma are in like singles. You're in like close up glamour shots, yeah. and then we're in like a wide shot where you just feel the space between each of us, <laughs> the giant gap between Weiger. Mitch and I are sitting in adjacent chairs, and then Weiger is sitting all the way at the opposite end of his couch. Yes, he is. I think he that is. there's a possibility all all three of us could just go on Weiger's couch for the rest of the episode. I can scooch. Should I scooch? You think all three of us should sit on the couch? You together? just said it was a possibility. I, I, but I was joking. I, I, just, I think Mike wise it. it may be tricky. But yeah, you did float it. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm sending Sims the pick. It's who's, a thing to work towards, right. I think, for the end of the episode. There you go. Who sent the drop in, Mitch? Hold on a second. I'm sending a pick. <laughs> okay. It's, it was Finky. Uh, hi, everyone. Oh, okay. this, All right. Hi, That's everyone. Not, this I was... Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Sims. Let's hear your thoughts before I get to the email. Well, I, I was worried that I was like a wall-sized television that I was like that Ridley Scott 1984 ad where I'm just like this huge big brother giant face. floating it, face. It's reasonably sized. At least. You thought you were Oscar great and powerful. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Projected on the yeah. smoke. Yeah. Hi, everyone. This song was on the first CD I ever owned, a 60s compilation called Goofy Greats. Goofy Greats could also be the title of a Doughboy's Best Of album. Hey. Oh, that's nice. Think about it. Finky. Chris Finky. Thanks, Chris Finky. He's good. Finky's good. The yeah. Drop Prince, we've called him. Would the best of album be best of drops? Jesus. Or would it be like Weiger original songs? I mean, you guys I think have it would done be Weiger yeah. original songs. The yeah. Let Me Be Frank intros and the, yeah. yeah. And I think we could also throw in some audio clips of us fighting. People like that. Like kind of <laughs> yeah. as interstitials. Oh, it's the like rap a little skit. Yeah, hip hop album rap. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the track. It's just three seconds. But that, was, that was fucking bullshit. Twenty minutes of scheduling conversations. Like, yeah, that'd be great. Well, the liner notes are just the text thread trying to decide when to record. <laughs> uh, our guest host of the podcast, Blank Check, and you can see one of them in Disenchanted coming to Disney Plus November eighteenth, which is tomorrow. Wow. Griffin Newman and David Sims. Wow. Now, correction, you can't see shit. I'm the voice of a cartoon chipmunk. You can hear oh, one of them in Disenchanted. Me. I was wearing pajamas. I didn't have to be camera ready. I just went to a closet and I talked for 18 months and now it comes out of a little cute cartoon. I feel wow. like if you were the, a voice in an animated property, mm. you were still being seen in the movie. Or you yeah, don't feel yeah. that way as an actor. I, 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 You know what? Look, ultimately as performers, all we want is to be seen. Sure. Right? That is the end goal here. I do feel that way. Mm -hmm. There, there was no, there was no motion capture involved, but they did start doing the thing where they put the cameras in the studio to record my physicality, which yes. I didn't realize because it was the setup of doing it was very similar to this, where it's like I was in a room with an engineer, and then the director, the studio people, the editor, the special effects people were all on a Zoom screen, so I was remote from everyone else. And I thought the cameras were just for the zoom. Yeah. And then they'd be like, and be mindful of that camera because that's the one where we're getting your your movements. Wow. And it was animator reference, which I didn't realize. And I do watch the movie and I see my hand gestures at moments. That's rad. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's bizarre. So I do, I look at it and I'm like, that's me. Yeah. It does feel like me a little bit, but technically my face is not in it. I, I was trying to think of Cat Williams' name for so long. But it would be great on our album to have him on there too, like, like the Chronic. That's what you're going back to. Yeah, I was trying to remember. I was like, who does who does the stuff on the on the Chronic? And then uh -huh. I was like, what's his name? I knew who he was. Sure. I was like the comedian there. 
And then I was like, oh, he's in that movie I loved. And I was trying to think of the movie. The movie was Undercover Brother. I finally figured out what it was. How Great movie. in Undercover no. Brother? Oh, fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> Eddie Griffin and Dave Chappelle. Eddie Griffin. And Eddie Griffin is the one who's in the chronic. I fucked so that's up. who you're thinking of. I fucked up double. So you took five minutes to make sure you got the name right rather than embarrassing yourself. Then told us you had spent five minutes trying to pull the name. And you know what? I probably guy. didn't Google it. I was going to Google it. I didn't Google it. Hey, our sign's up. <laughs> you just great noticed sign. that? It's great. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> the old Doughboy sign. Eddie Griffin would be great on the Doughboys. This is this is the edit point. Eddie Griffin would be great on the Doughboys album. <laughs> yes. It would be. Always great. Do sketches. Well, uh, Griffin and Eddie Griffin could be in a movie and it would be like Eddie, you could have the billing be Eddie Griffin Newman. That's right? great. You could, David, oh, really you could this is a good before and after for Jeopardy if if anyone's listening over there. David, we have been friends for 10 years. I have absolutely pitched this to you before. This oh, well, is absolutely I a forgot. Thing. No, no, I'm not saying you should be giving me credit. <laughs> I'm saying this is thought. a thing I used to when right. drunk Ow. with friends be like, do you want to know what my secret biggest career dream is? <laughs> that there's a two-hander movie with me and Eddie Griffin and there only have to be three total names on the poster. I can't believe you're yelling at him for this. He pitched it for I'm you so yelling. you don't have to I, I'm touched. I'm like, it's nice. Oh, okay. Good, yeah. good, good. Because that's we like both... a thing you would want to say, but you can't say No, it. we've definitely talked about this years and years ago. Yeah. And we we both love Undercover Brother and you... I'm asking. Hell yeah. Very funny. Yeah. Have movie. you told the Neil Patrick Harris story on Mike or should, should we not tell uh, the story? I, no, I can, I can tell... It's very I brief. I can tell quickly. Uh, I, I, I was... Uh, one of the rare times I got invited to a, a Hollywood bigwig party, and uh, I looked in the corner. Commonplace for Wags and I. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> Hollywood liberal elites. So sure. I'm a New Yorker. I'm a man of the people. But occasionally I will come out here and, and do do the work the rooms. I'll be honest with you. If they have less than five flights of stairs, not going. <laughs> the embarrassing part of I mean, the You're story, staying on the ground floor, but you just want to see the stairs. <laughs> The embarrassing the part of this story. Me not walking up, I'm a piece of shit. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah. You can. By the way, I have things. three flights of stairs in my fucking house. Huh? Oh, they're gonna Take brutalize that. you for that. You oh, never should have admitted that. Long, I don't Mike. give a shit. Three. <laughs> People were roasting you for two. You just added another <laughs> level to the ire. Fucking mad at him. Mad at me for having stairs. I'm 40. I can't have some stairs for Does, God's sake. Doesn't one of them go to the garage? You counting that? One of them goes to the garage. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the embarrassing part of the story that has not aged well yeah. is I'm at this Hollywood party and John Lasseter is there. Mm, boy. And Toy Story 2 is my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. And this is maybe 2010, 2009. It's before Toy Story 3 is coming out. And, I, and I'm like tw 20 and there's an open bar and I'm fucking drunk as shit or, or 20 mm. whatever, right? And um, I, I'm like, I got, I've been waiting my entire life to shake John Lasseter's hand. My favorite man. Yeah. Beyond his work, his workplace conduct has been such an inspiration <laughs> to me. I have to shake his hand. He was probably excited for you to shake his hand. Yeah, I'm he, sure. lo he loves physical contact. No, <laughs> I, no, I didn't know any of the things about but I love Toy Story. And I go up to him. He's talking to Neil Patrick Harris. So it's one wow. of these things where it's like two famous people are talking to each other. And I have to interrupt and be like, I'm so sorry. I'm sure you get this all the time. Toy Story is my favorite movie. It's so important to me, this and that. Thank you. And Neil Patrick Harris is right there. And it's that awkward thing where it's like, you know, sometimes you acknowledge, you have, yeah, right. you have a famous yeah. friend, and then someone comes over and talks to them. You sort of stand politely by, and you're like, I understand you don't know who I am. But Neil Patrick Harris happened everyone, last night at dinner with yes. Mitch. Yes, Mitch got recognized, and we both had to be like, Yeah, he is great, yeah. isn't he? By uh, a man who, 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 
is more uh, it, like he's a famous to me successful a man who writer, wrote on yeah. six a very feet successful under. TV writer. Yeah. He came up and was a fan of yours, and then was like, "Must be cool to be friends with him." <laughs> well, so it was it was kind of that situation. But the guy I'm doing that to is Neil Patrick Harris, right? right? And I felt like I don't want to be rude. And this is at like peak how I met your mother, and I, so I'm just so effusive to last. I'm like, "Toys did this and that," and I've seen it more times than any other movie. And by the way, I love Undercover Brother. I shift to Neil Patrick Harris, and I go, "And by the way, just so you know, I love Undercover Brother." And he goes, "That one." And I went, yeah, that one. So anyway, Toy Story 2, the scene at the <laughs> But the level of contempt he gave me on that one. I, I would I have genuinely been ta- talking to him yeah. about Undercover Brother. And I love Toy Story, but Undercover Brother maybe means more uh, to me look, than Toy Story. Look, if he had responded, oh, thank you, man. I would have done five minutes on Undercover Brother with That's him. Funny. I had questions to ask, but he like recoiled and went that one he yeah, must that have one. he must have distaste for it because i would think or just have a weird ego thing about you know i want to be recognized for the thing that i'm most famous for sure. because i would think that a celebrity gets recognized all the time would be like oh i, I people are always talking to me about how i met your mother or you know uh, uh, uh whatever like a uh, uh, harold and kumar I'd, right. like, I'd love to talk about undercover brother people never recognize me how i met your mother is the one you think you'd want to be recognized for i guess no, that is I his biggest, that's his well, biggest one i think oftentimes you hear people say like the deeper cuts are better i'm yes, not telling right. those stories all the time if someone's saying that i know they're actually a fan as opposed to just naming the thing at the top of my imdb and I was like, he'll probably like that I specifically go for Undercover Brother, and he seemed disgusted. This makes me upset. Wow. It makes me feel like NPH doesn't like Undercover Brother. He's so funny in that Yeah, movie. he's really great. And that's like yeah. the first of the Neil Patrick Harris reclamation, I'm cool, yeah, and it was, comedy. It was pre-Harold and Kumar. It yes. was him beginning to show the new side of himself or yeah. whatever. Yeah. That one. That one. That I, one. I got to say this. We were saying, oh, he very. I'm going to start saying that to everyone who says they love Doughboys. That, <laughs> that one. <laughs> Why? <laughs> You're not even a how did this get played? <laughs> um I uh I was I t- I told you guys after I was recognized twice, but the second time was in the bathroom. Yes. And a guy was like, "Hey man, like you like uh, I'm a big fan." I was like, "Thanks." And he was like, "Yeah, your food was great tonight." And I was like, "What?" And then I told you guys when I left, I think he thought I was Mario Batali. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think <laughs> were you wearing Crocs? Like what what is I was this? wearing my I was wearing my orange Crocs and I didn't really, have my hair in a ponytail. Really tight <laughs> greasy ponytail. <laughs> if you take your your wardrobe which is, you know, uh, denim pants, mm. a uh, a a flannel shirt over a, a over a graphic tee mm-hmm. uh, and a baseball cap, you kind of have like all that is like canceled guy wardrobe, <laughs> and then and, canceled and, guy and wardrobe. You kind, of apply, you kind of apply that to Mario Batali. It would look like you. I know my pivot now. After I'm done, canceled guy wardrobe. You're That'd saying be great. you're saying Mitch dresses like a formerly famous person who doesn't want to get recognized because the press turned on him. Yeah, canceled guy wardrobe is just DXL. You never see fucking. You never see the little guys getting canceled squirming their ways out of it um anyways he definitely thought he, i was someone else he was like he the did food yeah. was great or whatever and i was like what is this who is this did guy you were chef boy or d and i, like, I mean he... i never i mean possibly i never met the man i showed you him on the way out when we were yeah. walking out I, i've never i we he didn't meet i didn't meet no, him yeah you yeah. didn't just show me to me. You went, that's the guy, that's the guy, that's yeah. the guy. <laughs> he thought you were someone I think, else. I think it's also possible that there was like a chef there or a manager mm-hmm. who was also like a like a you know a big bearded guy. What the fuck was, was that? Like, I don't know. You did this. I was like doing like a beard oh, gesture. Okay. All right. 
Well, let's hear, your, let's, hear, let's hear your story, because you have a story. First off, I don't know if you guys can see this, but I hit my hand on the microphone, which is why I said ow about 10 minutes ago. And I have like, <laughs> like all these, these cuts on my... Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, so I'm dealing with that. So here's my story. Why well, so, look like he just got in a bare knuckle fight? <laughs> He's truly bruised. How did that happen? I don't even understand how that happened. It's got like this square piece of the bottom. Is there a technical term uh, for what this is on a microphone? the mic flag okay it's got a mic flag a, a, a cubicle a cube shaped mic flag and i hit that with my hand like just like full force but for gesturing. the listener at home it's not like oh there's a nick on one of his knuckles it looks like a nun wrapped you with a ruler yes. i hit an entire side coverage yeah i hit an entire like corner like an edge mm -hmm. just like full flush um anyway so sims i know you love the choo-choo you're a train enthusiast I do, especially the New York City subway. But yes, I love all trains. You're a train you, spotter. You were. I was. I was texting you about uh, HS1 in the UK, the high speed yeah. rail they got over there. Yeah, and you've uh, ridden that. You were. Which, yeah, you were. When I said I had ridden that, you acted like I was told, telling you I had met the Queen. Like you were like, wow, <laughs> you really rode on that thing. I'm, it is. It is the rail line. If you want to go to Paris, it's. It's. I've done it many times. Very cool. HS1 is too cool sounding. It sounds like you're talking about a rapper and you're talking about a, a fast train in England. Is this what it is? It's, yeah, it's high speed one, right? That's just what the acronym I, if, is? Yes. And if I can actually briefly speak on high speed one, it, you know, the Eurostar Please. opened the, 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 the train that goes to from London to Paris through the Channel Tunnel opened long before we had high speed one. So the Eurostar wouldn't go that fast in England. And then it, when it arrived in France... The conductor would come over the like you know PA and be like, and now we are in France, we can go fast, you know, like they would kind of brag about it because they have very nice infrastructure in France, and so it was it was humiliating for Britain before high speed one, like that the Eurostar would just sort of trundle along until it got to go to France, uh, but wow. now it's fast, it's really fa it's really fast, it is it is kind of crazy. Uh, I've never crossed an ocean, but I might I, I would love to ride it someday. Anyway. I, I I have a train story, and I'm sure that both you and uh, and Griffin have had some incidents with people, eccentric people on trains. Mm. That happened to me last night. Went to a Lakers game. After the Lakers game, was taking the train home, and there was a uh, woman wearing a leopard print, not a bodysuit, uh, as I came to find out. Um, it was two pieces, and it was leopard print, like basically, you know, uh, head to toe. And uh, she was at a certain point. And whatever people do this, and maybe sometimes maybe they're like a they're they're a performer and they're they're trying to make some money on the train. But she had like grabbed one of the poles and was kind of like dancing on the pole, was kind of doing some pole dancing moves. And I was just sort of like you know minding my own business. Pretty crowded train. At a certain point, she uh, like I just look up because I'm seated right by a pole, and she's just got like her ass cheeks, like both her ass cheeks are like around the pole. That's like you know, whatever, two feet from my nose. So I'm just like, I'm looking over and she's just like her leopard print ass cheeks right there. I was like, okay, like I'm just going to mind my business, play Marvel Snap on my phone. Um, anyway, I I'm I get buried in my phone. She's doing this dance. This is continuing. Uh, and at a certain point, I hear the train just like, a bunch of people are just like, whoa, okay, whoa. And I look up and she has dropped her leopard print pants to expose her lace panties. Oh my God. And starts walking up and down the aisle, uh, just saying to random men, Show me your dick. <laughs> Show me your dick with the cadence of Captain Falcon's taunt in Smash Brothers. Show me your moves. Show me your dick. 
And we're all kind of like, at first, this is we're just this is kind of we're just having fun. We're just kind of like looking at each other. Like I'm looking at the guy next to me. I was like, oh, we're having know. fun. Yeah, yeah. The big city. Hey, you know what are you gonna do? Are you um, you still have Marvel Snap open at this point? Yeah, I'm still playing it. Right. And your dick was already out prior to her saying yeah. this, right? Yeah. She was like, everyone else join in. Yeah. I was gonna Follow say, follow this guy's lead. You did it. It would silence her. She'd get off at the next stop. Oh. Would, like emergency brakes on the train. It <laughs> <laughs> would stop. Wiger's 1517 to Paris. <laughs> Clint Eastwood could make a movie about it. 15 to 17 inches. You know, like, <laughs> all right. So. No colon, a dad. <laughs> it's a dad. It's the range. So we're having some some fun with this at first. Just like, oh, whatever. You know, whatever. No, no harm, no foul. Then. Uh, she goes to a guy who's seated. I'm on, I'm at the end of the train, so I'm facing and can see everyone. Like I'm facing mm. the opposite direction of the rest of the riders. And uh, she goes to this guy who's seated near me and is like, "You like, you look like Prince Harry." And then sits on his lap and starts grinding and is like, "Show me your dick." Oh. And, and this guy's like, "Get off of me, please. Get away from me." And she like her his friend is next to him, like kind of laughing, but also like, "What the fuck is happening?" He clearly does not want to have to touch her. Uh, but she's like, make me, like, show me your dick. And he's like, finally, like, like finally, get the fuck off of me and pushes her off. She goes off and this kind of sets her off. And she goes on what I'll euphemistically refer to as a Kyrie Irving-esque rant at this point. <laughs> Very oh loudly. And it just basically the mood of the whole train just shifts to like, oh, fuck, this is now a bummer. We're all just very upset. Uh, so we get to the next stop and basically the entire car except for her gets off and runs into the next car. Uh, as we're running, there's a guy behind me who's like a, a diminutive, white-bearded man, like a pocket Santa, and he's like right behind me. He's like, "Am I the only one who's running here?" Like he's like mad that we weren't going fast enough to get in the next train. And then we get in the next train, and then I hear this Sit guy pissed off. Yeah, and then pocket Santa sits down and then tells the entire story of what just happened to the the next car. So I just relived it. But anyway, that was my incident on the train. That was the train story. Oh my god! Yeah, wow. Tell me your dick. That is a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. That is pocket, insane. I think you guys should have Pocket Santa on the show, by the way. I, I, I want to hear more about Pocket Santa. If I can tell a weirdly uh, parallel anecdote. Please. You're saying, like, I'm sure you guys in New York have had experiences like this. Public transit fiends that David and I are. The one that sticks in my memory, I grew up in Manhattan and I went to high school in Brooklyn. And if you're taking the subway between boroughs, there's always the longer stretch between stops where you have to cross the water, you know. And so you're either the train's going above ground and it's kind of a nice break. You get cell phone signal again. You're seeing the, the light or you're truly just underwater in a tunnel for five minutes in between stations. Scary. And so you do have that feeling of like if you Scary. are stuck in uh, the same car as an eccentric person. Yes. Who starts revealing themselves in that gap. You're like, I'm stuck here for six minutes. Right. The doors aren't going to open. I can't transfer to the next train. It's going to be a little while. Right. Um, and one time I remember I was in that going from school to home or uh, vice versa. And the car was just me and one guy. And he was like, you know, oh when you're boy. a kid and you do the thing where you like stretch your shirt over your knees, you like put yes, your knees yeah, up yeah. and you stick your hands out and you're just sort of a head sticking out of a shirt. Classic bit. And the rest of your body sort of turtled in. He's doing that with a winter coat. So he's like collar up like this head, just peeking out his limbs fully pulled into the coat feet up on the chair and we're sort of looking at him and I'm like, is this guy going to be a problem? And then he pulls his head up and he goes, Hey man, you got any cigarettes? And I went, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm also probably 15 at this point. And I look like I'm 11. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, no, I'm sorry. I don't. And he went, eh. 
one of these, like, what are you going to do? Yeah, right? right. And I was like, okay, so he's cool. He's a level guy. And he was like, you know, puts his head back down. Two minutes passed. And then he sticks his head up wild-eyed and he goes, I'm Chris Kringle. <laughs> <laughs> head back down. Silence. He changed? It, something had changed within him. Wow. Something like when had he's changed doing this, him. is he shifting? Right, yes. No, it, I mean, it was a little like when you do the thing with the kid where your facial yeah. expression yeah. changes when your hand passes. The energy had shifted. But it wasn't like he took off the coat and he was wearing a Santa suit. He It'd be funny a, if like, you each drew what they your Santas looked like and they looked the same. The same guy. <laughs> Santa rides a train. No, I have to, I have to bring up. Uh, at dinner last night, Mitch says, Weiger's got this train story. He's been fucking teeing up. He still mm-hmm. hasn't told me. He says he wants to save it for Mike. Yeah. And Mitch says, I think he saw a dead body. Yes. <laughs> I thought you told he me. He hasn't was like, told me what it is, but the way he's talking around it, I think Weiger witnessed someone die. I, in my mind, you said it was like murder on the Orient Express. So I thought that like <laughs> there had been a murder and all of you tried to figure it out. I think you just took it too literally. Because yeah. I just meant more he's like it was a momentous event that happened on a train. Okay, okay, I guess you, I guess man. you shouldn't have compared it at all to murder on the Orient Express. <laughs> Where it was just a lady saying, show me your dick over and over again. For you to go, a funny thing happened on a train. You know, like murder on the Orient Express. Yes. <laughs> so if they did, if Clint Eastwood made a 1570 to Paris, it would be with you, I guess, right? They wouldn't, yeah, they, they would use the actual guy. Yeah. They don't use, they, yeah. they, that was the whole People thing. People would be thinking he was making like an American psycho. <laughs> okay. To, uh, to, Griff, to be fair, yeah. there is that there is that point in Murder on the Orient Express where Poirot asks everyone to take out their dicks as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he reveals his lace panties. Would I be able to be in it with you? Like, would they would they write me in as a friend in your fifteen seventeen to Paris? Um, I mean, maybe like like it, it, I guess if there's like Hoda. Mm. Or, or like a little opening section where it's like, have fun on that train. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, what it I'd would be. be. I get to be one of those. Here's the yeah. Fisher wishing him a good trip. All right. Yeah, but they wouldn't use you. They'd like cast an actor to play. Right, you. they'd cast Jenna Fisher. Those are the roles they cast real actors in. Jenna Fisher or, uh, and Wagger host Doughboys together. Yeah. yeah, I think so. It's Jenna Fisher with a beard. Jaleel White is in the fifteen seventeen to Paris. Really? So Wait, he is. Yes, yes, he's one of the non you know real people who's like pops wow, up wow. for a scene. Yes, it's very weird. So you could have Jaleel White. You know, he could. He could yeah, that would be in. great. Yeah. Can, can I out? Urkel sin- loves cheese. Was he on the fifteenth? Was he on the fifteenth? Oh wait, cheese isn't. No, I think he's oh, like cheese a is in Paris. Yeah. Cheese is in Paris. Cheese Logs. is in Paris. Cheese right, is in good. Paris. You're asking if he's putting a little brie on a cracker. Yes, yeah. that's what. That's <laughs> a, yes. It, it made sense after all. Um, can I? Can I? I know. We, I know. There's food to talk about. Yes. Can I just out <laughs> very quickly a Sims train thing, please? That happened to us recently that I've been obsessed with and have been sharing this anecdote as much as I can. You're so obsessed. Everyone's with got a train story. Yes. I don't got a train. No, because I don't ride the train incredible. enough. That's bullshit. My dad worked for the trains. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, out me, Griff. You know, to do it. Do it quickly. Yeah. We were we were in between. I, I can't remember if it was we were going from a record to go see a movie or something. That's uh-huh. right. But that's right. What it was. Yeah. But David, uh, producer Ben, and I were traveling from one location to another on an afternoon where we had to be in two different places. And we get to the the station, and you hear like a train leaving, right? And it's we're, in, we're in like the lobby of the station. You need to walk we're down the steps the to the actual platform. 
And right. it's one of these stations where it's like there's an F and a G running on the same line. They're two wildly different trains, different colors, but they run on the same line. And we hear the train leaving, and Ben's like, I hope that wasn't our train. Hopefully that was the other one, mm. the, not the one we need to catch. And David goes, no, it was the F. And we go, how do you know? And he goes, from the sound. Wow. David, know, it was actually... Plane? It was actually three. It was Hoist Gerberhorn Street, if anyone wants to know, is the subway station. If you want to relive this uh, kind of moment. Well, there's, there's, there's three trains there, the A, the C, and the G. And I know the G has different rolling stock from the A and the C, and that's how I knew, because I know what it sounds like. Yes. Different rolling stock by ear. <laughs> You're treating me like I'm some, like, you know hunter in the woods who can like feel the animals in his feet or whatever like like that that's like my vibe that i was just like uh i heard the g train yeah yes and, yes, and he did yeah. the thing when he said it to us it was with a sigh where he's like i know you're going to be talking about this for nine <laughs> right, months like, every time we're this. on a podcast <laughs> yeah. but i i can uh, recognize I trains by sound I think that's fucking alpha. Yeah. I love it. Why is he going to put a poster of you up in his room? <laughs> um, when I was a little boy, I made my parents like take me on the subway. That was what I liked to do on the weekends. Like there didn't need to be a destination. I just wanted to ride all the trains. Like wow. that's, it's always been. Yeah. All right. Do you have a favorite train? Do you have a favorite subway line? I think the N train is going to give you the best of everything if you mm. wanted to ride one train from end to end. But I think that's, that's a, a complicated question. But the end is going to give you all of it. It's going to give you bridge. Right. It's going to give you tunnel. It's going to give you elevated. It's going to give you nice-looking Manhattan stations. It's got a lot of stuff. And then you end in Coney Island, which is the best place to end because then you're, you know, you can go get some dumplings or, you know, and go to the beach or whatever. Like you're at a, a nice like, hot terminal. Yes, you get a hot dog. Do it, you know, it's a, it's a lovely place, place to end Tutanos. up. Tutanos. Tutanos. Yes, which L&B, I will drag Mitch Spumoni to. Gardens. Yes. 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 Lots of options. You haven't been to any of them. I don't think you joined us. I went to Nathan's. I think you mostly ate at your hotel last time we were in New York. I went to Nathan's by myself at Coney Island. Why has never cross cool. an ocean. He also refuses to cross the Hudson River. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you eat at Nathan's? Oh, because I went with Dano and them, right? Like, yeah, the, you went separately. Yeah. The way the way our flight the like our flight got my flight got in where I just basically had to go straight to Nathan's Coney Island. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Lovely and, time. Yeah. Uh yeah, I barely saw I probably think I saw you for the show and that was it. Um <laughs> anyways, Wags, we this is this is we gotta talk about the restaurant. We gotta talk about bit. the restaurant. Here's what we should do. We'll take a break. We'll 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 uh, or, we'll Hey Wags, level, you yeah. know what's gonna happen during the break? What? You're gonna show me your dick. <laughs> we'll be back with more dope. <laughs> hey Mitch. I feel like during the summer, pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life, but also... Giver of heat. Giver of a dehydrator-in-chief, I'd call it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun. You know it's like built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. <laughs> Moon's real cool. When the moon the is out, hot, there's never a, a doubt. doubt. The, the moon, moon is, is cool. <laughs> And when the sun's up high, you can't deny it's gonna be hot, 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 hot. 
Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in it the summertime. Sure does, and the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. Mm-hmm. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV, pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I love the th- I love the smell too and it helps you out not just while traveling but after a big night out. You know what I mean? Come on. I Come can- on. <laughs> the moon, moon is cool. Cool cool cool. The cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> moon is cool. <laughs> cool cool cool. Tear pour. Live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And Wags, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. Eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach. Wow. Green grape. Wow. Raspberry melon and lemon lime. That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun is hot, hot, hot. hot. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with Griffin Newman from Disenchanted on a Disney Plus November 18th. Tomorrow. And David Sims. Tomorrow. Uh, David Sims also Tomorrow. from Blank Check. Great wow. podcast. Uh, let's we, talk we, about Italy. All right. Well, I was going to say quickly, you're, 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 like a, we, we talked about this a little bit last night, but children are about to be fascinated by you. It's, it's going to be great. Yeah. I mean, like da- David has a young daughter. She's maybe a, a hair under the right age, but I feel like a lot of my friends who have kids are right at the age where they're old enough to start actually having impressions of their parents' friends. Yes. Like opinions on who I like right. and who is boring when they come over. And I mm. do feel like I've just moved up. I'm about to move up to a higher pole position because I get to be the guy where it's like, right. Griffin, do the voice for the kid. Yeah, that's fucking rad. Which is really exciting. And I, w- I was saying to you guys, it's like, at this point, if, if an adult compliments you on something you've done, you're like, mm-hmm. you probably haven't watched it and you're lying. Yeah. If a kid is like impressed where it's like, you're the chipmunk, you're like, kids d- are, can't fake this. Yeah. And what- it's also pretty hard too with like, when you sit, like, one of like your nephews or nieces down and put on the monster fuck and they're, you know what I mean? Like- <laughs> it means nothing to them. <laughs> Do you, uh, the, you, you, you voice a chipmunk. Yeah, uh, hip. Remind me the name of the chipmunk. Pip. Pip. Pip the chip. Pip the chipmunk. Wow. Yeah. Is Pip the chip, is there, there's a lot of Griff in Pip the chip? I think so. He's a, he's a real, he's a real New Yorker. You hit uh, the bottom of the mic again. Yeah, I know. Not, not as hard. <laughs> like his hand is bleeding now. <laughs> uh, no, I think bleeding so. Out. He's bleeding a, he's out a, during the episode. He, uh, a sequel to Enchanted, the, the 2007 Amy Adams film. And it's a, she's a cartoon Disney princess who lands in the real world of New York City. And Pip is kind of her little animal friend in the opening section. He's like her Gus Gus to Cinderella or what have you. And uh, he's, he's got this sort of New York energy. And then when he falls 
through the portal, follows her magically through to New York, he loses his voice. He can't talk. So for most of the first movie, he doesn't talk. And um, they, they want to recast the character. And it was one of these things where I was like, oh, that's pretty close to who I am. Right. Like, this is not a thing where I have to work really hard to crack some voice match thing. And it, it was almost like I think I could offer, like, I will save you money because you don't need to pitch it up and speed it up as much. <laughs> like before they had a guy go like, hey there, Princess Giselle. And then I can walk in and be like, hey, what are you doing over here? <laughs> so I think we're, we're pretty similar. Yeah. That's very exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. Uh, well, Italy, speaking Man. of New York, was founded. You could be in a ride. It's or some sort of Disney attraction. It's, I, the Hope. The number one wow. thing. A, a toy. Buckle your seatbelt or whatever. Oh, the, my God. Yeah, that's, oh, I want to do God. that pre-ride <laughs> announcement thing. Yes, that would be perfect for you. God. I got to make a podcast theme park. Marin I will say, my daughter, you are the playing the character. My daughter would point at the screen. Like, if this you, is what I'm you saying. You know what I mean? Like, and go like, right. ah! Like, that's all my daughter does right now is when there's a truly ridiculous character. That's what she does. Yeah. No, I've started having friends of ours. Mm -hmm. Like Scott Gardner showed me. He showed his son the trailer and, and filmed his son pointing at the screen when the chipmunk shows up. That's oh, awesome. And I that's go, like, jump in jelly sticks. And he points and goes, chipmunk. And I'm like, I'm about to be, the kid can point at me. I'm connected to an animal, which they like more than people. They and do. I can do yes. a funny voice. Wags well, knows I have something to say here. <laughs> issue with Maryland, you get to the front, freaking gate's locked. Can't yeah, get in. Yeah, that's an issue. <laughs> yeah, then you go, you have to go get, a, get in line for the Rock and Rogan coaster. <laughs> <laughs> you get off and you're like, vaccine does suck. Yeah. <laughs> Look it up, Jamie. Bernie's on a part of the Rogan, Rogan, Rogan coaster. <laughs> oh, okay. Get why he's here, kind of. Uh, Italy is an Italian combination whole food slash upscale food court with sit-down restaurants. That's uh, kind of kind of the best, I feel like the closest way to describe it if you haven't been there. Very, very kind of, honestly, kind of theme parky. It's kind of like, almost like yeah, this is like a, an Epcot version of, I was going to say. This is an Italian, you know, market, what that would be like. And we condense an entire country into an indoor market. Yes, make yeah. You feel the immersion of the place, yeah. Uh, the first location actually opened in Italy in 2007, and then the Italy brand expanded to NYC with that name in 2010. Italy They're, in Italy. There is an Italy Seems in confusing. Italy. Yeah, it is. It is a little confusing. And I'm not sure if the pun works. In Italy? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it was maybe originally is called it more something like, else. Is it like Manjali or something? Is it different? Manjali? I don't know. Is it Manja <laughs> how you say eat in Italian? Is it? Manja. Manja? Yes. Wow, okay. Mon maybe it is Manjali. You didn't know that? No. I don't know any Italian. You know, uh, back, wait. What is the, the weird, what is not weird? The the Japanese porn? Manga? Manga. Well, you know, I mean, manga. it's not always porn. There's there's manga that's, you know, for all <laughs> that's ages. That's hentai is porn. Hentai manga is, porn, is just yeah. the art of Japanese comics. Oh, well, okay. You know that. Yeah. Yeah, I know manga. Manja. Manja. They say manja. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying... It, oh, I, I don't get know it because it's eat. I mean, I, Mitch yeah. is right. I'm actually Mitch is right. So on so, this. Mitch is right on the first part, but then he goes, "Well, you don't know this Italian word. You know a different Japanese word that means a different thing." <laughs> I guess that was a weird swerve. Sure. <laughs> if you're an Italian guy uh, and you're hungry, but you want to read a comic, it must be confusing. Yeah, you know, I think manga. it is. Yeah. Manga, manga. Uh, I want a manga. <laughs> you're hungry? No, I want a manga. <laughs> 
I want to jack off. <laughs> uh, it expanded to NYC in 2010. There are eight locations in the U.S., including wow. the one we went to in Century City, which is the lone L.A. location. There are over 40 worldwide, and we should say that former co-owner Mario Batali has been purged from the company. He's yes. no longer affiliated with Italy. And I've put his Crocs away in the deepest, darkest part of my closet. <laughs> sure, they're comfortable, but I won't wear them ever again. Will I get rid of them? No, Wags. I won't get rid of them, but they're very, they're very comfortable, but I won't wear them. Yeah. It was a really big news story because it was such, it, they had expanded so much very mm. recently in the couple of years right before Batali gets uh, all these accusations, uh, very credible accusations, I should say, uh, thrown out at him. And it was like, oh, this thing just Did you expanded. have to say credible accusations because you're on our podcast? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We all think they're credible, to be yeah. clear. I'm like, it's like the hyperlink on Twitter where it's like verified source. <laughs> this is backed up. Yes, yeah, a, pe- a true piece of shit, it seems. Yeah, a Batali. piece of shit. Who, yes. uh, so many stories about him that are awful. Also, like, stole tips from, from servers, that sort of awful shit. Awful in, like, the multiple yeah. ways. Yes. Um, but- also, I had an Instagram photo with him. We know this story. I went to I, I went to uh, Moza, yeah, mm. to buy my mom the Nancy Silverton and Batali book or whatever, and he was there and he signed it. Mm-hmm. And they tried to give me Crocs, which I didn't want. And then I finally took and then I took a picture with Batali, and I put it up on my Instagram. I think the caption was "and twins." And then eventually, like after he got canceled, yeah, yeah. Um, someone was like, it, it was even like three, like it was like not even that long ago. Someone was like, "This photo's still up, Mitch," or you know what I mean. Oh, someone yeah. and I, I didn't, I didn't even realize it, and then I deleted it. And but, it was, it was also a reference because the two of you were wearing sunglasses on motorcycles, right? <laughs> <laughs> the thing I spaghetti found strand so- connecting us. <laughs> <laughs> You're moving in closer to the kiss. <laughs> Um, the thing I found so interesting about the Batali thing was like, it, it kind of only is him and Papa John, where it's like, you are yeah. both the businessman and the mascots. Mm. And his thing was such a high-end, expensive, luxury thing, Batali. Right. And these Italy things are like giant complexes. Like they're like biodomes in the biggest cities in the world that take so much money and time and space to construct. And they had like branched out really quickly. And then suddenly all these stories come out about Batali. And it was one of these things where it's like the whole selling point was this guy. These things are huge. It's not like a bunch of Arby's locations that they might close down. Like, what are they going to do? And it did feel like it was like four months of news stories about them trying to extricate him from the company. And then they had to signal very loudly Tally has no involvement. He has no financial stake in this anymore. Eat yeah. your salami. You're not supporting him. Yeah. yeah. He's done. None of his cookware is here anymore. All right. his books are gone. Yeah. He's gone. And and we we talked about the they chronology keep, a little should, bit. The croc should still be there. But um uh <laughs> framed. To quote to quote Bourdain, it's Battalion, it's bad. We looked up this tweet. Yes, last that's night. right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because there was a there were tweets going around from like blind item gossip sites that were like, I'm hearing there's going to be a big me too takedown of a huge food celebrity this week and people were speculating and then Bourdain just tweets out of context it's Batali and it's bad which yeah. is yes. an incredible tweet do you, do you think that it was because he's also a huge food guy do you think it was a thing that, or do you think he was just telling the world what they were wondering like a uh... 
What do you mean? Like, was he being like, it's not me? You know, or, you, or do you think uh, it was? Uh, there, there could have been an element of that, but I think it was more that, like, he just, he had heard and he right. was he not was afraid like, to say it. Yeah. It was yeah. in the air because it was that Tom Calicchio then replied to his tweet and no one should be surprised. I yes. remember this. Uh, yes. And so wow. it was like the, all, the whole New York celebrity chef scene all together sort of swinging in being yeah. like, oh boy. Yeah. Right, because there's certain people you can think of where it's like, okay, there would be an like, there's certain people would be like, like that we know if like one of someone we know got had some sort of cancellation. The Let's fuck are say. you talking about? Yeah, tread lightly here. <laughs> I'll be careful here. <laughs> there are people who would be who like you feel like there would be kind of like a like, oh wow, and then there's also people like. I feel like everyone would dogpile on this person immediately because this person's made some enemies. Sure, you know I mean? of course. I feel like Batali yeah. kind of had that energy of like he was it, kind of a dick, kind it, of like no an, an ego man. Right. No one stood yeah. up to his defense. Right. It felt like immediately everyone was like on top of these stories. He's a piece of shit. He underpays people. Yes. Yeah. He's an egomaniac. Like everyone was just ready with knives out of like, we can be done with this guy. And he then said, please, please try my cinnamon roll pizza. <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest... Me Too responses of all time. Yes. Dear God. Sending out an email with an apology and I've then a recipe. I've made some mistakes. Yeah. I'm not a perfect man. Here's a recipe for pizza cinnamon rolls. Jesus Christ. Uh, so cinnamon rolls with cheese. We talked about the chronology yes. a little bit last last night when we were at dinner, the three of us. Way, it's a double. <laughs> yeah, a we'll double. do. Yeah, we'll make we, them. We'll make, make these cinnamon episode. rolls. Uh, so we had a like, but it, that was in 2017 yeah. when the Century City location where we dined at opened, mm. and we ended up stumbling upon the fifth birthday event of the of this particular location last night. It was when we the went. fifth birthday, a oh. closed ticketed event. Yeah. Mm. So we yeah, didn't quite experience the market sure. as it was as it as normally is, it, but uh, we did get to eat at one of the restaurants. I was driving. We had done the snack pack. We had wrapped up the snack pack. Mm. I was leaving. It was like a you know, 35 minute ride over there. Um, and as I was, as I was uh, probably about 15 minutes away or, or, or so, mm-hmm. or if you had got there and sent it's closed down. And I was so mad. Yeah. I, I was, I was, I was, I was very upset, uh-huh. but I'd also mentioned to you, we should try to get a reservation maybe, but they just don't take them usually. Right. I mean, this was so bizarre. Cause I very walk strange. up, I'm the first one there. I walk up, I say, cause the sign says, Close for private event, fifth birthday, ticketed only. And there's like people who have bought tickets and there's media check-in, right? And mm. all other doors are closed. You got a, a brigade of people with clipboards double checking that you're allowed to be there. Yes. But the sign also says rooftop restaurant open. So I walk up to the door and I say, they go, is your name on the list? And I go, no, I'm trying to get to the rooftop restaurant. Mm-hmm. And they say, do you have a reservation? And I go, no, I don't think we do. Let me check with my friends. And they're like, I'll wait for them to get here. So then you show up, Wags. And I'm like, look, I tried to, they sort of stopped me. I don't know what the deal is. We might be fucked without a reservation. You walk up. You're like, hey, do I need a reservation? They're like, no, we can put you down the list right now. I'm like, so then why didn't you just let me walk up to the (laughs) rooftop restaurant? And then we walk in. They're like, we're going to privately escort you to the restaurant so you don't walk through the market area that is ticketed for the people who have earned this. And you're like, this is a free-for-all. We could take anything. Yes, right. Now that we're past the door, there's no checks and balances. Except there was a guy guy kind of coming up the rear behind. Yeah, you had a tail. I had a tail. You specifically. And also, (laughs) it was was for good reason because as Griff and Wags know – 
I did t- take a piece of bread with cheese on it on right. our walk over. <laughs> and like the guy, I was like, oh, I wasn't supposed to do like the guy was, I didn't realize the guy was even behind me at that point. Because, yeah, basically, like this market, it's usually a market with different sections and different specialty like divisions, and you make transactions yeah. at those specific areas. Yeah. But for this night, the fifth anniversary, the marketplace just became like a Costco free samples thing. Right. Where every station was just a plate with like, do you want free wine? Do you want free Aperol spritz? Here's cheese. Here's this and that. He, he, the way I, so what I worked over at the, in the Fox lot, which is right nearby. Everyone knows I worked at the Simpsons. And I'm sorry. What? This. <laughs> you have never brought this up on the podcast. Before. How many stairs did you climb, Mitch, when you were working so, at the I'm Simpsons sorry. to Brothers. get in that office? The Simpsons, the TV show you Simpsons, the TV show you I worked never there. never brought this up. Um, and uh, it, look, everyone who works at the Simpsons has plenty of staircases. Uh, but, but I, I used to have to go to that mall all the time and it is Homer, uh, Burns. yeah. And uh, so when I, when I, first of all, when you, when I pull into the parking lot, it says it's either said Bloomingdale or Macy's, but it was like Macy's Equinox and Italy. And I'm like, already this sucks. Like, I don't like to be here. And, and the way, and this is a high end mall. This is this a high is end like mall. A, an annoying rich person mall. Yes, I was. I was great like, AMC. This is the worst people in LA all come to this. Yeah. That's <laughs> basically. It's it's like eyes wide shut, but there's no sex. <laughs> it's like the, like that's the type of people that so are there. It's ju- like purely elitist. Just the ambiance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just right. the ambiance of eyes wide shut. Like these twisted people. A, a, a blindfolded man playing piano. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, and, and, and they yes. they all they all look. They, they they all kind of look like twisted and plastic in some way, and mm. and it's not. It's a place that I would Nick, you and I, and, and Griff. I'm, I assume you like. I would never. You hate the West Side for this reason. I'm sure more. This so. part. This part of it's obnoxious. Yeah, of but course. It's like yeah, like Beverly Hills out like, like stay at, like stay at home moms and dads that are sure. that yell at like the lawn guy all the time. And right. we're also now getting the most extreme version of this because this is this bougie mall having a closed off private event for people who paid extra to go. Yeah. Yes. So it's like on steroids. Yeah, I'm gonna shell out two hundred dollars a head to go to this 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 anniversary of this Mario Batali restaurant. Who are the people who will do that? Yes, yes. and yeah. it's so and it's so crowded, and there's a remix of "Thunder Only Happens When It It's Raining," which is, has a different song title. And you but- at some point say. Has this remix been going on for 25 minutes or are they playing the song in a loop? I think that it had been, right? I, I don't think I was going. I think they probably, maybe someone in the, in the playlist accidentally hit repeat track because it felt like it was going for a long time. But it also felt like it might have just been an extended Ex- remix. Yes, the, it was yeah. like a very long remix. Yeah. It was, but anyways, we should tell them where they led us yeah, to. Let, let's, I, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about our experience because, you know, we, the three of us have a lot to say about our meal. But, but Sims, I do want to get you in here because you are someone who's been to Italy a a good amount, and you have some opinions going in, and you had a pre, uh, another experience this past week. And, and yes? not only that, by the way, Emma sends us Emma and Amelia send us the list of a couple of options. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, we could do." That. And David's like, "We're going to Italy. I want to eat <laughs> good pro food." <laughs> this is not a discussion. Well, no, wait. I know that I, makes I me sound like it. a hoity-toity no, boy. I don't think you were rude, but you were just like, "I will enjoy this." Yeah. Well, I think I was also like, I actually know Italy. I used to, my my workplace, the Atlantic, uh, the office was in Nomad, which is right where the Italy, right where the main Italy is, the one on 23rd Street. So I've been going to Italy for years. Like, you know, some of the other options, I was like, look, I could roll the dice with these. I, you know, I, I'm sure I'd have a good time, but I don't know anything about them. Italy, I would go there like twice a month, like uh, right. to shop. 
And then occasionally, yeah, you'd go get a lunch there. And every time you would, it, it, it would hurt your wallet. Like I, as much as I do enjoy Italy, like it was one of those places where I'd walk in being like, okay, I'm going in here to get one item. Like, I know they have fantastic prosciutto. I know they have this pasta I really like. And I would walk out, you know, with two paper bags, uh, you know, having spent $100 on all the delicious things in Italy. Like, it's it's a tempting place. You know, people call Whole Foods whole paycheck. I call Italy whole yearly earnings. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. I mean... It's not expensive. Oh, well, we'll get to that. (laughs) It's expensive. (laughs) But as a market, it's very... It's more expensive as a market than as a restaurant. Right, yeah. It probably also depends on which restaurant because there are multiple restaurants and they're different at each location. And there's also, like, some of them that are kind of, like, you know, more kiosk, like there's just like a barista you can get mm. a coffee from. So, Sims, my question yes. to you, Sims, is did the people in in your Italy look like the mom from uh, Terry Gilliam's Brazil, or were they? <laughs> I mean, there's a little of that vibe. Like the whole, it has the combination of like Manhattan movers and shakers eating their, you know, one slice of pizza and drinking wine at a counter. But then it is also still a New York supermarket in a little, it has, have, Griffin, have you been to the 23rd Street Italy ever? Oh, yeah. No, 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 of course. Yeah, you've yes. been there, yes. right. Yes. So there is still just like that, and you know this, Griffin, like as well as I do, like the Manhattan supermarket thing of like, I am like a thief in the night right now. Like, no, you know, like I'm moving through people. I'm getting, yes. like everyone is kind of bustling around and... You know, nobody is my friend and I just like I have to get what I need. There's like because all Manhattan supermarkets are just like a little cramped. They've got a lot of stuff. Everyone is constantly moving. So you kind of have this feeling of like, I can't loiter. I can't like spend 20 minutes like, you know, picking out apples or whatever. Yes, absolutely. No. And Italy is like has to be the biggest supermarket in Manhattan. It's like an entire square block. It feels humongous. It is is huge. For Manhattan, it's like fucking humongous. And even still, Mm. it's basically probably this the amount of things in all other Italy locations compressed into half the size. Hmm. So even they made all the Italy's really big just to like house Batali. It's kind of like they made every like the the doorways are bigger. It's kind of like a like a sort of a hobbit situation. (laughs) But like anti-hobbit situation. It is that thing, though, David, where you're like the the New York Italy is huge and yet it still feels cramped because they're stuffing as much in there as they can. And I do think there is that New York sort of melting pot thing where you're like, this is an expensive high end place. And yet there is more of a cross section there, perhaps. There's a little more of a cross section, but there is the weird awkwardness of like, I'm there maybe buying some broccoli but then there's also like someone having a $200 lunch. Like it right. is, it is a funny vibe. A lot of offices um, in that yeah. neighborhood. I think there were a lot of expensive office power lunches or post work drinks happening yes. there with it's, it, giant tabs. It was never a great, my, my office has moved. We're no longer in, in the flat, in that flat iron area, my but it was never, a, <laughs> never a great place because you couldn't get cheap lunches apart from like, if you just wanted to like go to dig in and like, you know, eat a sad bowl of dig in for the 40th time like there there it's every every nice restaurant there is very nice there's a i i now work downtown and it's so much better because i can like go down to chinatown right or go you know get a slice of pizza or whatever you know like there's a lot more going on uh where i am now i've been to italy a a couple of times It, it was both to this location 
Uh, and one was a a friend's birthday party, Natalie's friend's birthday party, and she and it was actually actually a nice place to have like a little birthday because it mm. was like they've got a bunch of different stands. You could sit down at a restaurant if you wanted, but then you could also walk around like oh, I'm gonna get a spumoni and a and a coffee. Um, so and and you know there's 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 tables together. So that that uh, that was a fun experience. Uh, and it also wasn't as like in, insanely crowded as it was last night. It was a little bit more manageable crowd wise. Uh, the other time, I, I think it was a past guest Andy Secunda. We went to oh, Roots yeah. Chris Steakhouse. Love with. Yeah. Uh, and I think we he was just like in the neighborhood or we were both just in the same area and we we're just like, ah, let's fucking go to Italy. And we just like like sort of went there and like walked around and like got cannolis. You guys did this after we had Ruth Chris together? We just did this on our own, yeah. Just for just it was just like a hangout. He was wasn't it? saying he did it at post oh, okay. record. Okay. No, not saying... no, yeah. No, we were just like both like I think he was I think we were gonna get together for some reason. I don't really remember what it was. But he's like, Hey, I'm here now. do you wanna just go to Italy? I was like, Yeah, I'll fucking go to Italy. And uh, we had you never do things time. like this. This blows my mind. When do you when do you text me with a spontaneous invite? And you're like, hey, I'm in the neighborhood. That never we happens. We invite you to things all the time. But constantly. you're never like, I'm in the area. I want to hang we out. We were out for Hanford's birthday the other night. And you said, maybe I'll see you there. You never showed up. I'd ride the train home. <laughs> Show this lady my dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's, your, that's how you're the hero in the 1517 to Paris version of your... I uh, give you the prestige. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've I've been a couple of those, and, and it is nice. Uh, Sims, you're you're absolutely right. It's fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. It is so expensive, especially the market. And I like you know, hey, I like their wine selection. Mm. Um, I yeah, I, I like all their cured meats. You know, there's they've got like a lot of cool stuff. Their their bakery is nice, but it's it's just you're gonna spend a pretty penny. So last night when we walked in, there was stuff immediately that we eyed. Like uh, there was there was um, a limoncello. Yes, uh, and limoncello had a little sponsored stand. Yes, there was yeah. a limoncello, Ooh. and it looked first of all it looked good, and then second of all, there was these big kind of like uh, stuffed um, lemons, like a emotional stuffed, lemons, like a stuffed animal lemon. I have no other way to say that. <laughs> Mitch at one point did stop someone and go, "Those aren't real lemons. They're squeezing, right? They're toys." <laughs> he was like concerned that people were just walking around squeezing lemons with their bare hands. I asked the hostess. I was like, "Those are fake, <laughs> right?" Yes. I was like, "Those lemons are fake, right?" And she was like, "Yeah," but she was confused too. To she give was. me a little bit of credit, and and also they they were giving out like lemoncello branded fedoras. They were like, yeah, they were, and there was there were aperol hats, Plastic ne- neon visors, visors like yeah. like casino visors yeah Mm -hmm. we wanted all of this stuff more than we wanted the food or drink yes (laughs) yeah and it also didn't help that wags we were led to a spot look it felt like they didn't want us there from the get-go so there are two restaurants that are up there was a rooftop place and the place that we went to yes and i thought we were putting our name down for the rooftop place i think it was just like a like a a, a little miscommunication between me and the hostess uh, but we ended up being on the waiting list for the other restaurant, which is called Capri, which is the, which is more of a seafood pasta concept. Uh, and that was there was an outdoor area. So I think we said, like, oh, we'll do, we'll do the rooftop outside. She put us in for the other restaurant out, outside, maybe intentionally, mm. because where we were led to was a corner of the balcony that was completely isolated. Like we were just we were completely tucked away. And like whipping winds. Yes. You sent a picture. It looked like right, like some area that had been closed and they'd like pulled, <laughs> you know, sheets off of the furniture or whatever that you know, to blow off the dust or it was whatever. Like temporary housing for for restaurant patrons. And the other thing is we're walking she's walking us through the restaurant and we see that the tables are not full. Like yeah. we asked the server who we'll talk about a lot. And Margie. She, the best. 
But she was saying, like, this is actually a pretty quiet night for us because so many people are attending the event. Yes. We're not seating that many people at the restaurant. So but Margie didn't put us outside, did she? No, no. no. And, oh, it, yeah. and in fact, she thanked us for asking to be moved inside because yes. she was yes. like, I didn't want to have to keep on fucking going out there. <laughs> well, but I, it, I, it almost felt like a second-class citizen thing where they were like, you guys aren't allowed inside the building. It was very strange. Oh, yeah. I mean, first of all, because they, they walked us through the restaurant. And like I said, there was a guy tailing me. Yeah. Which, look. He tailed the right guy. You were picking up food. I picked up food. Uh, look, it was it was I was the right guy to tail. But still they were tailing us, which is insane. And then we got to the restaurant and then they were like, uh, get like out of our way. They yeah. were like they didn't want us near them. It was a long walk too. It, it was it, a fucking it, long it ass walk. It felt like the, you know, the, the one shot in. in Goodfellas, except instead of leading them to like the table that's in the front row to watch Henny Youngman, they like led Ray Liotta uh, Back into to an alley. Car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> To a dumpster. By a dumpster, yeah. Like there's that term I feel like in hip restaurants that they talk about like Siberia is like the worst table where you put the undesirable yes. people. And it felt like we were on like Neptune. <laughs> like it wasn't even a bad country. It was a different, we were it off was, world. It, it was, it was the sort of thing they tailed us. Then they, then they didn't want us even, they put us like in a corner outside in the, in also cold night in the, in the yeah, like 50s, low 50s. sit down and immediately our menus start flying away. Yes. Right? We're like trying to catch them in the wind and and you like say like we should ask if we can move inside and you very politely go like look, I, sorry to be a hassle understand if it's not possible just because it's a little cold here. Is there any chance that we could sit indoors? And she's like Absolutely. Like, she sort of was treated like, I thought you maniacs wanted to sit here. Yeah. I couldn't understand why they would place you here. Yeah. And she did thank us. She was like, I didn't want to fucking have to go out in that wind. Yeah. Yeah. We were, it was Margie, our our waitress was, was great. Hall she, of fame. she was, she was so, so good. And Griff kept saying 100% tip. And then it kept going up to two hundred percent. Yeah. By the end, I said four hundred. Four hundred percent was the final. Yeah. And you know what? She she deserved it. She was she was she was awesome. Very helpful. Well, we didn't actually tip four hundred percent, but we tipped very well. No, you don't have to say that. <laughs> I mean, it's a very expensive restaurant. So. It's, yeah. But also, I don't know if it was that. Look, we have a lot to talk about uh-huh. because keep in mind, Mitch has stairs when he talks about how expensive something is. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I checked, you don't you live in an apartment building? Yeah. yeah a There's a fucking whole lot of stairs in that up. apartment building. Wait, 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 yeah, yeah. Does this mean like someone lives in like a six floor walk up? Right. They're like Mr. Monopoly. Like, stairs. Like, like, what are the to rules get to of my this? one tiny box versus I'm walking up to different parts of my home? He's the co-host of this podcast. The way I make He's not my on living. Twisted metal? Oh yes. Ooh, that sag minimum money that I, where I made more at Those the Simpsons. Bucks. Streaming's paying out. Um, anyways, I I, I it, it seemed like they did not want us there and I also but will say Margie this. did. Mar- 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 Margie did. Immediately Great. was Mar- like, Margie ruled. I, I want you here. I hope I you see Margie. I'm gonna I'll, you know, I'll take my mom and sister there or something when they come out to Italy because I think they would I think that is a. I think that's a jackpot for family. Yes, bring them to Italy. They'll have a great time. But I hope. I hope Margie. I hope I see Margie again there. She was a, a, a Hall of Famer. She was they, great. They speaking of the the customer service Hall of Fame. We've had some great service mm. in in recent memory. But in mm-hmm. when we reviewed Cornish Pasty in Phoenix, mm-hmm. uh, I introduced uh, the yeah. Isaiah Award for outstanding customer service. Yeah, I, I, Isaiah. Which Isaiah was just an absolute king there, and yeah. I Margie absolutely deserves the Isaiah Award. It's funny yeah. to call it the Isaiah Award because Margie's so good too. I mean, they they the, all right. It is the Isaiah Award. It's still the Isaiah Award. All right, but Margie 
Margie gets it. She's 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 You're almost awesome arguing should there be like a second, like a, a Gene Hirschfeld humanitarian. <laughs> I love I the lifetime achievement. Can we name it's, a different parallel award after Margie? It's recency bias, but fuck Isaiah. I love Margie. <laughs> Isaiah was great. Hey, fuck him. He's I, gone. Do you remember Isaiah? You remember how chill he was? I was like, yeah, man, I get you some He's out of my he's 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 gone now. It's Margie. Do you remember him saying uh, pasties are for nips, pasties are for lips. Yes, I do that remember great. that. Kind of, kind of creepy. <laughs> Don't call him creepy. He's a he creep. was, we loved him. We loved that. Tiley level creep. Get him out of here. <laughs> Type asked him from the rant. He's gone. Um, I will say this: for the amount of, and think we all agreed with this. We all had like a a good amount of of food, um. And we were all still kind of hungry after we finished. Let's 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 be clear about like how much food we ordered. We got three appetizers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a pizza to share. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got two pastas to share and two main dishes. Mm-hmm. So like we got a lot of food. And like like you know like it's it's basically like an, if you think of an appetizer and an entree per person. Yeah. Or like you know you table for two typically like one appetizer to share one entree a person. Like we got a lot of food. Yes. We we got like eight plates of food, and then we got four desserts. Yes. Yes. and we're all still kind of hungry after. Still hungry. And, and Mitch and I yeah. got a cocktail and a limoncello digestif, and mm-hmm. then you guys had soda as well. We had diet mole soda, mole soda, Italian cola. Yeah, yes. but, but it was it, it was a lot. It was that thing where you're like, did we order too much? Are we going to regret this? We like cleaned every plate. We felt great. We weren't sluggish. No, it no. Like, all was surprisingly light while being healthy portions. Yes, I told you to get. I told you to get an extra pasta because you were like, you were trying you to were figure smart. out. You were right. You were trying we to were figure out between the fish and the, and the pasta. I said, go for the extra pasta. Yeah. And uh, I'm not keeping track, but I had one slice, less slice of pizza than you two. Um, <laughs> not keeping track, but just letting you know, I had one less slice of pizza than you two. Um, Mitch did go, you guys, I don't need the extra slice. Setting us up for actually, the fall. That, was, that actually wasn't what it was. Wags, uh, <laughs> Mr. Piggy, had already had his third slice. And then I graciously offered the guest, I kind of didn't want you to take it. You know, one of those yeah, things where you yeah. do you want this? And then Griff took it. And I was like, fuck, in my head. I was so mad. <laughs> I shouldn't have taken the third slice. I, I miscounted. I mm. thought like that we there were enough slices for us to each have three. Okay, yeah. miscounted. I will say last time I saw Griffin, I took his extra slice. Do you remember this, Griffin? And and we described it as like a real turning point moment in our friendship where you were like, are you going to resent this? And I was like, David, I genuinely think you're more hungry than I am. I would be happy to let you have. Wow. That's so nice. But but maybe that's why he took the extra slice. It's like a butterfly. Fucking Mitch owed me. Yeah. Yeah, So now I have to take a slice from someone else at some point. Yes. It'll just forward. I'm sure that will happen. Um. Wags, I actually, I also gave you a, a new nickname at the restaurant. Yes. Oh, You're now the seagull because <laughs> you were, you were pecking through these shells in your, uh, in your pasta bowl. You got a clam and, uh, what was the dish? Oh, like clams and mussels. Yeah. Clams and mussels. This guy, like a seagull, he was checking every shell. He was picking through all the shells. Well, I didn't, I don't like, this is my thought process is it, with, with eating any sort of animal protein, I'm always, like, conscious of how many life forms I'm consuming. And, like, mm. I, my, my thought is each of these is a soul. And so it feels extra wasteful as opposed to, like, hey, I, there's one chicken wing left and I'm full. Yeah, you can take it away. I don't need it. Although I'd never do that. Uh, but, but, there, but like, having, like, like hey, there's, there's a mussel or a clam here. Just, like, well, this was, this was killed and cooked and then it's just going to be, like, thrown in the dumpster. And and eaten by vermin, it's like essentially I, I, I'd a sully plate. It. Yeah, 
167 souls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're the sea, you're the seagull. I, I was driving home later. I didn't tell yeah, you this. Yeah, fine, I'll be the seagull. I don't fucking care. But I saw I saw a garbage truck and Weiger was slowly circling it on the way back. <laughs> if I could just, I'm sorry, I need to retell. Check out play. I'll happily be the fucking seagull. I, I need to retell this story. Uh-huh. Mitch says, Weigs, I got a new nickname for you. And we go, okay. Then Mitch buries his head in his phone, looks at his phone for two silent minutes. Mm-hmm. And then you go, what's the nickname? And Mitch looks up and says, the seagull, because you're picking at those clamps. And I said, Mitch, did you take two minutes to Google and double check that seagulls were picks? And he went, no, you guys didn't ask me, so I started texting someone else. Yeah. <laughs> He set it up and just didn't pay it off and just started dealing with some other shit. Drew McQueenie invited us to a movie, so I started texting him that we weren't going to make it to the movie. But you said, I got a new nickname for you, and then looked down at your phone and started texting Drew. Yes, I'll say this. It was also very loud in this place. So loud. It was mm. it was, uh. it was. was extremely loud, and I don't know if it was because of this stupid party. I think this stupid party. Probably, yeah. Um, yeah. But right. it was like like hard to hear each other from across the table, even. But uh, hey, the seagull killed. You guys liked it. Yeah, it was good. No, it, was right, good. It, it was worth the wait. David, did you do the rooftop restaurant? I did the rooftop. So wow. very nice mm. vibes. No, yeah. no, you know, uh, enclosed acoustics or whatever. Yeah. You know, the sound was just going into that beautiful Manhattan sky. Nice weather. That rules. Very nice weather. It is unseasonably warm in Manhattan. In, mm, in not yeah. just Manhattan. In New York mm. right now, it's in the Ain't high sixties. Yeah. Oh, and Quincy too. It's not a competition, Mish. I'm just saying it's the Qu- and like I said to Dan, I was like, "That's kind of scary." He's like, "Yeah, it's the silver lining in the world ending." Basically, I was like, "Yeah, I guess so." But there, it's three days of of the 70s in 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 Quincy. It's yeah, fucking, it's, it's gonna, fucking it's November. Gonna be it's awful in the 70s in in New York this weekend. Um, and I went at lunchtime. I'm a lunch boy. I love a lunch mm. date. I love you know Hell anytime because yeah. I have because because I, I have a a young baby uh, it's harder for me to do dinner so i'm always anytime anyone wants to hang out i'm like let's do lunch i like the term young baby by the way uh yes young baby she's uh <laughs> she's supposed to like when the baby gets an older baby i guess it does make yeah sense. yeah no no it's a nonsensical thing for me to say no no bitch bitch should drag me and young I, th- baby I just is think a it's a funny thing, thing to, to like to think of a more distinguished baby uh, yeah Sorry. Yeah, as opposed to like the boss baby. It's a young baby. <laughs> yes. We call David well, Sauter the boss Griff. baby, by the way. <laughs> yes, it. Griff calls her the boss baby. And she is increasingly the boss baby. Well, right. Now she's not, adapted not in more look, in behavior. But in temperament. There was right, a point yes. when she was six months old and, and boss baby two family business was coming out. <laughs> yeah. Where they looked identical. Is that is that yeah, is she that, has there been a boss yeah. baby three or is that was boss baby two the latest one? There's just two. two. There's or, okay. no, the, the, the movie is back in business. The TV show's family, whatever the fuck it is, who gives a shit? Yeah, there's a show, and the show's very popular. Yeah. Uh, if I can tell a story about a food Please. related story about my daughter, oh, sorry. she, I have a, I have a tower of spices. I have like a bunch of spices in this little like thing in the kitchen that she is obsessed with, and she will pick up the spices and just take them and leave them all over the house. I think that she just thinks of them as like fun rattles like fun colorful toys so yes she's she's obsessed with spices but no so i uh to explain i had a an already planned lunch date with my friend lucy and then this record comes together and i texted lucy and i said lucy wow look 
how do you feel about going to Italy, baby? Because this is this is the only day I can go. We're going. We're going. We got to do it up. And I'm like, I got to do this for Doughboys. And on the Doughboys dime, gay. go nuts! Yeah, I said, that's not? perfect. Absolutely. And so I booked us a table at Sarah. It's called, I believe, which is their okay. rooftop restaurant at the New York location. C E R like Michael Sarah. No, is it, it is not. <laughs> I'm just asking. No, it would be funny if it was, it if it was be. named in his honor. They have like no, cartoon S- like mascot characters dressed like Michael Sarah, <laughs> like Ronald walking around. Oh, oh, dressed like all his characters. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, there's Youth and Revolt, Sarah. I love I spotted that one. I love him. What's this music? Is this Nick and Nora's infinite playlist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh it's Sarah S-E-R-R-A. I don't I don't mm. know why it's called that. And in, in Italy, I never had been there before. And basically, you just go to this weird hallway in the market that you wouldn't really even notice. It's like a dusty little hallway. And there's one elevator, and it takes you all the way to the 14th floor. And that is that is what you do. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. It, it, was cool. it sounds, it sounds it was much, nice. It sounds like a much better setup than what we have. It's a yeah. very relaxing vibe up there. It sort of has it this is. botanical garden feeling. It's pretty quiet. There's a lot of plants. Right, they got a lot of ivy and plants like over the roof, so it's like an open roof, but you're sheltered and it's pretty and it's cool. Got scared. You got scared. I looked behind. I looked behind me. There's a cacti. I almost, I almost put my hand in the cacti. Oh boy, is that real? Is that a real cactus? It's not. It's fake. I think you can touch it. That's plastic, Mitch. Yeah. All right. Well, I was scared. <laughs> I'll talk to Amira about this. We gotta get this thing out of here. Did look back over his shoulder like there was a ghost there. There's a cacti. Look, Uh, we're we're spoiler. We're we're gonna maybe taste test something later. I got it's right near the cacti. Okay, Okay. he can move it if it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, it's gonna get the hell out of here. I'm gonna talk to Amira after this. Getting out. Mitch's writer specifies no cacti. No cacti. <laughs> well, you got to make it no no cactus or cacti because no cacti allows one. That's where they can fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Fuck. You got to get a good lawyer issue. for that reason. I think I told that, him you're no cacti. Yeah. That's a no homers <laughs> club. Yeah. Let's talk about the food. Mm. Uh, yes. So, we'll talk about the appetizers. What was the bottom section of the, 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 br- the bruschetta? Brisketta. There's a caprese section. Oh, it's yeah. fuck caprese. Yeah. God damn it. So You're in the right Yeah, so like there, there was an antipasti. I wish I, I knew Italian pronunciation better. Antipasti. Mm. Antipasti. Um, there's a primi, and then there's a secundi, and then there's also like pizza section and some sides you can get. But yeah, basically, like, you know, I guess I guess if you were doing this in Italy, you would get an antipasti, a primi, which is a pasta course, and then a secundi, which is like a meat or fish course. And yeah. then there, yes. there like, it's the best way to eat. Cont- Contarini or something. There was like the one section that was sides, which was the one section we didn't really touch. Contorni, yeah. Contorni. Contorni. Yeah. Um, well, it was funny too because um, under the Caprese s- section, there was three items listed. And I said, I like burrata. And then Wag said, yeah. Or we could do the buffalo, uh, buffalo mozzarella or the other one. And that's and he just mentioned the two other things. Besides the one I said I liked. Which was yeah. furious about this. You, you saw this. So and mad. it was 15 minutes and of litigation. Like for backup from Griffin. Griffin, you, you, you can admit that yes. it was strange. Yes. It was strange. I was just saying we you'd had options. Like, it's like there's three choices, like red, yellow, or green. You'd be like, I love green. And you're like, yeah, yellow and red could be good. <laughs> that was your response. <laughs> it was weird. 
<laughs> that would be a weird conversation. I mean, that would be bizarre. If it was literally about colors. You're just walking in a traffic light. There would be a fight over that, too. Because yellow is Lakers and green is Celtics. We would fight over the color. It's true. Green is better. Yeah. Um, but you you list, list literally the two other things. But then we did get the. We did get the barada. We did get the barada. We did get the barada. She, she did it. Uh, Bargie was like, get one of the. Like, we were just like, hey, can we get some wrecks? And her wrecks were all fucking. They were incredible. And, and here was the thing. She wasn't. There was just one saying, app that was okay. But it wasn't her fault. Uh, no. No. And we ordered a lot. Like, we not everything. Yeah. But, but she was both like saying. Oh, here are the things I like. Here are the things the customers like. But she also mm. was sort of strategically guiding us. Yes. Like, if you want a diversity of things, it's better to get the the creamy that is cheese heavy and yes. the antipasti that it, like she was sort of divert, diverting mm. our interests. We yeah, wanted we wanted to. So here's the deal: we want diversifying was, our investments. I that, yes, say. she yeah. she she Margie. We can't say enough about Margie, but she got us an eggplant. Sounds was, like Homer. That was my. I remember I had the mar. The, uh, uh, oh wait, no, that was uh, that was on the snack pack. I'm confusing Homer jokes. So was that not someone candy, who would never? You're not allowed. Someone to talk who would never give up a Homer. We were talking about pitchers, and then oh, I said yeah. Marge. Marge yeah. Um, but Margie, she look, she is. <laughs> it does sound like Homer. Margie ruled. Yeah. And we were getting. She told us right off the bat that the eggplant app was like very popular, mm. and so we had that kind of locked in. And then there were two, there were a couple other apps that we were looking at, but we wanted to get something from the Caprese, which is the which is the uh, uh, the burrata. The burrata. And then we also wanted to get a pizza, right. and she recommended because like the like mm-hmm. uh, one of the vegetarian pizzas, so we could all share it. Uh, what which is, what is an eggplant pizza? And she was kind of like, you get that and the eggplant parmesan is kind of redundant, so yeah. maybe try one but of she's the other like, ones. Maybe yeah. the eggplant pizza is better in relation to the other pizzas than right. the eggplant antipasti is in relation. Like she mm-hmm. was really helping us balance yeah. things out. So and we asked that money eggplant bullshit. app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it was great. It yeah. worked out perfectly. I mean, can I can I say the like the incredible judo move that she did? I don't know if it's jumping ahead. No, go for it. But we order like the antipasti and the pizza at first, and then we're taking a moment to think over our premium secundi. Uh, our Andy Seconda, and um, second, second. Oh fuck! Secundies with Secunda is what I was gonna try to say. Is that what you did when you went there? Did you have any Secundies with Secunda? Uh, we no, we did. We think we just had coffee and and cannolis. Mm-hmm. They might have gotten a slice of pizza or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, it's truffle season. There are a lot of truffle options on the menu, and a lot of options where you can add truffles to them. And we're like smelling truffles, like they're everywhere. And Mitch is like, I really want to hit truffles. Can we pick some truffle things? Mm-hmm. So we're looking at the the bistecca, the steak, yep. which we're gonna have. Wags isn't gonna have. And there's the option of putting truffles Tru- on that. Yes. And then we're trying to pick a pasta we could share next or, to that. For a substantial upcharge. Right. Mm. Uh, right. It's, it's I believe, 28 extra dollars to get shaved truffle yeah. on the stage. 28 Doughboys dollars, yeah. <laughs> yes, Doughboys bucks, <laughs> dough bucks. And then we're trying to pick a pasta. And we're like, uh, we ask her, what pasta would you recommend? And she's like, the truffle pasta is the most popular. And we said, well, but we're going to do the steak with the truffles, so that feels like too much truffle. And she went, the cost of the truffle pasta in its entirety is mm. less than the upcharge on the steak. If you get the steak without the truffles and the truffle pasta, you're basically getting the truffles for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God damn. That was good. was yeah. incredible. Yeah, it's rad. It was, it, was, it was really good. She's like lifting the veil, though, really. She's <laughs> like, guys, do the math. This is what's cool is it felt like her being like, I'm... I'm being 
straight with you guys. Yeah. yeah I this love that. is real talk. Like this is honest. I, I feel like so often, especially in places like this, there's this corporate culture of like upsell, 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 100%. Upsell, yeah. Right. You're, you should be getting them to spend more at all times. And the miscalculation is if someone like Margie does something like that, we end up ordering more yeah. because she's raising our spirits. Yeah. 100%. And I, and I think we did end up ordering more. I mean, we ordered a lot of food. A lot of food. Um, um so I'll, ju- I'll just list a, a list a few things and then Sims I want to I want to hear about your uh, meal with Lucy sure. as well. We got a so we got the uh we ended up getting the uh squash, squash blossoms. blossoms. Yep. Uh we got a tuna crudo. Uh we got the uh the the burrata that was mentioned. Um and then we got the the eggplant pe- pizza. the eggplant pizza mm. and that was kind of like a so our, our first course or appetizer course if you will. Uh Sims uh what what did you start off with? So we started off with let's see we got the uh, we got the burrata as well and we I cannot resist burrata no. ever especially this came with like grilled bread I don't know if you guys got grilled Ooh, bread we didn't get grilled bread we didn't get grilled oh. bread no we got seasonal uh, cherry tomatoes the fuck Margie what? that sounds nice but I took a picture <laughs> of the grilled bread by itself just because it was such handsome bread wow did it have like a good toast on it. A good yeah, little grill you know, Yeah. Yeah, but without too much, you know, not too it just yeah. the perfect amount. Margie, if you're listening, you broke my fucking heart, Margie. You <laughs> broke my heart. This is Homer when uh, she found out about Jock. <laughs> <laughs> no one Simpsons writers don't even get that reference. Marge is in love with another man. <laughs> right. <laughs> No one has done Mar- the Margie, You Brought Me a Turkey song. That's what I keep thinking. thinking oh, guys yeah. Do. Yeah. Um, our, for some, our menu had inexplicable uh, dishes that were highlighted in orange, and we could not understand if it was signifying anything except for these are good. It means Mario's yeah, props yeah, yeah, on top of those yeah. items. <laughs> Left the the props. <laughs> So we kept kind of ordering the orange ones, you know, maybe maybe just because we were drawn to them, which probably is the idea. So we got a farro salad, the grain, you know, the, so which was toasted farro, chicory, honey crisp apples, cranberry vinaigrette. That was pretty great. And then we got the we got the fried calamari, uh, which I is another thing I am just a sucker for in pretty much any menu. Those were our starters, uh, which came with a caper aioli. Uh, oh. Ooh. Which was quite nice. Yes, yes. A sort of a, a different thing. I'm not a huge caper guy, but the caper aioli sounds right up my alley. It sounds I great. am similarly, I do not love it when they just dump a ton of capers onto something and they're like, ah, briny flavor for you. Yeah. I, I not a, But yes, it was it was a good application of capers. So did, those did, were our, yeah, those were our starters. Did you wow. get anything what? to drink, Sims? Uh, we were drinking Diet Cokes. It was 1 p.m. on a, you know, right. on a Wednesday. It perf- but it was perfect, di- you know, a, ta- a tall, slender glass of Diet Cokes with the big ice cubes, you know? Oh, yeah. But it was Diet Getting Coke nice and not, not Italian cola. No, I did not get any fancy Italian okay. cola. Uh, that does sound fun. It was fun. It was like tall cans. Like yeah, tall, tall can. skinny. It was like a Pellegrino can of, no. of cola. Mm. Yeah. Did it taste better or worse? I think it was about the same. I mean, it tasted like a like a you know, it it ta- you know it kind of tasted like a, like one of those artisan diet sodas. Mm. Yes, I hit my hand on the cube too. I'm telling you, <laughs> I hit my hand on the cube and then I almost knocked it off. Is this is this the new cube movie? Like this is the new horror? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Mitch and I got Italian gin and tonics, which were very refreshing, mm-hmm. and they had like a nice little sprig in them. 
Yes, they were. Yeah, they were refreshing. It was good. It was yeah. they, they had they it was they always Italian. I was just saying this. You're like Italian liquor and drinks. Like I like I don't like a spritz. I'm not a mm. spritz man. An aperol spritz. Right. You were oh, you I were like saying you want to stay away from the bitter. Yeah, I don't yeah. like the bitter side. It, there, it wasn't too bad. There was a little bit of bitter in there. Yeah. but it was all right. Um, and then also we, we'll talk. We'll get to the limoncello. But I that, you that, did at first ask if you could get a limoncello to, to start, start, which is the opposite of the narrative order. Of the I just movie. wanted to. Ta- I wanted. I saw it when we walked in. So I the, yes, yeah, right. But uh, Sims, how was how was that Pharaoh? Was it a Jay Pharaoh salad? You're in New York, so I'm wondering. If... <laughs> uh, y- did yeah, that, did just... that salad have a Denzel in the pocket ready to go? <laughs> right, killer impressions, but like that's mostly it. And not, Obama, not but they waited other... four years to let the salad do it. <laughs> remember when? And it's like we finally have someone to do Obama, and then he did a very competent and boring Barack Obama. Anyway, um, uh, the Pharaoh salad was great. Uh, that was the most surprising starter we got. Like that was the, wow. like fried calamari and burrata, you know, those are faves. I love those. They're going to make me happy. Mm. But like the Faro salad was like a little interesting. It was a little fruity. Uh, I'll send a picture of it. It's not the most attractive dish, but uh, I do like Faro though. I don't know what you guys think of the green Faro. I'm a Faro. I'm, I'm, I'm a pro Faro. Yeah. 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 A pro Faro. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, yeah. We all love Faro. I was trying to think of some mommy reference. I couldn't do it. Um, but, but, uh, I uh, we are, are I don't know if there's any surprising apps for us, but I thought that the tuna tartare was the weakest of the bunch. It was the only one that felt kind of perfunctory. It wasn't yeah. bad, but mm. everything else over delivered, and we were like, "Wow, that's surprisingly good." Yes, and the tuna tartare was exactly what you'd imagine it to be. It also it was had fresh a lot fish. Of... It was like underdressed. I feel like it felt like there should have been something on there or something. They gave us. We didn't get the the grilled bread, but we got the little sort of toasted thin sliced bread for yeah. the tuna. Which kind of those whenever you did like the crouton bread it's yeah. never you're never that excited it's sort of cracker yeah. thin yeah. slice yeah kind of for scooping and also doesn't really not but not super functional uh what i will say mitch is that that to your point about it being perhaps under season or needing more sauce because basically you're just tasting tuna and it was quality yellowfin tuna mm. but that was basically all you were getting it, it, it has mustard cayenne and olive oil like listed as a component so it was like okay mustard cayenne maybe they'll still have a little something to it but no you didn't really get much of that no. it, was, it was pretty under uh, underwhelming. That said, it was it was a good fish, which is I guess the 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 main thing you fresh want. Fresh fish. I mean, come yeah. on. What, what are you gonna do? The pizza that was was great. It was super thin. Yeah, the pizza was like, good. There was a little thin. bit. It was a little floppy in the front, and then in the, in the back when you really got the the uh, Griff suggested that we take a corner piece. Right, because mm. I grabbed a corner piece. You guys grabbed from the middle, and you mm. were complaining about like the the thinness of the dough. And I said, if you get a corner, you're, that final bite's gonna. He was the one who brought the thinness. It, it, it was, oh, okay. I'm not I'm not putting blame here. It was Wagner. It was Wagner. It was Wagner. It was me. Fine. Wagner, Wagner, Wagner complained about the thin. I didn't complain about it. I just said it was thin. It was thin. It was very thin. It was very. It was. It was flopping. It was flopping a little bit. Yeah. And there was more stability flaccid. to the corner pieces, and you also got a better taste of the dough. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I thought. I thought a good. We we said that it was like a, a good airport style pizza, which is like these little flatbread pizzas. I think it's only so. Mm. good that they can be or what you know what i mean like uh right. the ingredients all tasted good though the dough the dough and the sauce and the cheese it all tasted good but like not you're not going to rank that like one of the 
I don't know. You guys had three slices, yeah, so no, you can probably talk time. about I mean, it more it than I It wasn't one of the best pizzas I've ever had, but like you, you said the airport thing, and you were like, is that mean? And I said, I think that's more an indication of the fact that mm-hmm. airport pizza's gotten better. Yes. Sure. That airport pizza yeah. now tries to imitate this level of sort of like thin area Italian pizza, mm-hmm. and it was better than the airport version of that. This is what the airport's chasing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, no, it was a good slice. But Tally had a pizza restaurant in, uh, called Otto. For years, yes, mm-hmm. that was phenomenal. And so, yes. It was very, very good. <laughs> hey, Bart, dude, want some pizza? <laughs> but so, if I'm like looking at the Batali pizza scale, uh-huh. I'd give it four or five auto bong rips, <laughs> <laughs> but auto itself was a full five. Wow, yeah. Look, I, wow. he also, I don't know if you've ever been to Lupa. Griffin, mm-hmm. which is on Houston Street, but that's a, a former Batali restaurant. I whatever he doesn't, you know, own any of these I mean, things I, anymore. Yeah, he's divested from all of them. At one point, he had I like know. fucking twenty restaurants. It's one of the best spots in the city, and I feel like no one even talks about it anymore. And it fucking rules. You know, Lupa. I go to Lupa all the time. Some wow. of them post Batali have dropped way the fuck off. Yeah, anyone can walk and get a table at any time. There's no heat, and some of them have like completely weathered the post-Batali storm with new leadership. Wow. I, look, one of, like... And a couple of them closed, like mm-hmm. Otto. My my introduction to, like, one of my, like, I feel like first fancy L.A. dinners, Wags, was at Mozo, which was yes. Silverton and Batali. Mm. And look, the, the, his restaurants, they had good food there, and I, I don't know, is is it is it Joe Bastanich or Bastianich or whatever who's in... Who does Italy? Is he one of the people who, who's in charge of the of Italy? I had Italy trouble brand. finding who the current leadership is. I'm sure if I dug a little bit more, I, I could have figured it the out. Berlusconi, but... right? Isn't it? Yeah, in I think so. Italy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I have no idea. Doing the boom booms. <laughs> I don't know. I shouldn't talk about this. <laughs> wait, wait. Who is this guy? Wasn't this the the Italian guy who had the sex parties? Oh my god! The yeah, it, it's the it's Bunga Bunga. I believe Bunga Bunga. 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 Yes, he would have orgies where they would perform an African-style ritual known as the Bunga Bunga in the nude. This is the former prime minister of Italy. He was the Mario Batali of Italian politics. Which he was like, he he had no shame about it either, right? Wasn't he just kind of like, we did the Bunga 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 Yes. Kind of awesome. He's one of those guys that's like 95 years old, but he still just is like frozen. His face is just increasingly like this like marble slab. It's very strange. I, uh, I can't anyway. understand how these these decrepit ghouls have such high libidos yeah. well into their golden years. You're talking Italians yeah. in general, or <laughs> I, I mean, I wasn't making a broad racial stereotype. I was more saying like <laughs> old people like men. him. Or... All Italians are decrepit <laughs> ghouls <laughs> with raging uh, yes. No, I meant like someone like Sumner Redstone. You'd hear like Sumner Redstone right. would like have like a like there's like there, there's like a released voicemails of him talking calling up fucking. Uh, Robert Evans being like, hey, I want you to uh, you will take our pricks out. We'll both uh, have sex with his broad. <laughs> like, She'll some, suck us off. No, some of like, the Christ. last 20 years of his life looking like he couldn't pick up a pencil. Yeah, right. Yeah, he was on oxygen and he was just uh, still like demanded sex and, and steak every day. Yeah. We have, we yes, we have his libido like on his last day of life. Maybe. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I, I don't get it either, Wags. It's, it's mind blowing. But I got to say this. Mm hmm. Because we the the after that the the courses just started coming mm. the courses started coming they didn't stop coming we got yeah for for pasta we uh we got the uh the 
Shaliatelli? Shaliatelli? Is that the pronunciation? Oh, Something yeah, like that. Yeah. And that was the, the which is which uh, a, a pasta with uh, mussels and clams, and then always... the the one that and it's kind of like a, a tomato sauce. I don't and know how these decrepit ghouls fucking pronounce this shit. I have no idea. <laughs> and then the tagliolini, which was the one with the truffle. Uh, they were both they were both delightful. I mean, I think the truffle was the star, uh, mm. but I think the seafood pasta was quite nice too. I, I, I like like a seafood pasta. Was, I, I liked it. Yeah. You were seagulling a... it, and and we 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 had we we had our truffle pasta, and I, I would, I said this to Griff, kind of light, just kind of a light, light. nice it was, pasta. Yeah. It was, it was not... a, a nice sort of thin, almost like an angel hair kind of pasta. The mm-hmm. the clam mussel pasta was a thicker noodle with a heavier sauce, mm-hmm. not but, too truffly either. No, Sometimes, no, not too truffly. Yeah. No, it was. It, uh, I think what what really works is when you're eating it, and it's you you taste this homemade pasta. It's like mm-hmm. delicious homemade pasta. You yeah. taste it, the difference. Yes. You do, it, yes. and it, it was yes. it was yes. great. And, and yeah. it has that bite. It's perfectly cooked. It's got that nice springy, you know, al dente thing. You any noodles, David? Yes. We got the ravioli di zucca, which is mm. butternut squash ravioli with mm. toasted hazelnut and brown butter and sage. Wow. Which it is sounds in season. The best. <laughs> and I, I always love it. Whenever I've been in Italy, I will get whatever that is. Like whatever mm. kind of hazelnutty ravioli they got going on because it's always special, in my opinion. And then we got the casarecce con ragu de fungi. So it's sort of like a, you know, mushroom oh. ragu. This is uh, the thing with, with Sims. Like, we're embarrassing ourselves being like, I don't know how you pronounce it. And then Sims casually tosses off perfect yeah. pronunciations. Yeah. No, my Italian is not good. I, but the it's thing the about Italy. the language best at. <laughs> Jesus. The thing about Italy is whenever you're in Italy and you attempt the pronunciation, they just so like, oh, bravo! You know, like they're like, yes, very good. You know, it's like whereas in France, if you try to pronounce anything, they just like answer answer you in perfect English. You know, and look at you like you're a worm. They truly, um, they wag their right. finger at you and tisk like, tisk, and then go, "You want the hamburger?" Huh? <laughs> right, right. I'm not right. exaggerating. That happens. Yeah. Wow. In Italy, I mean, one of my favorite ever moments in all cuisine is when I was like 20 years old in Italy. We went to a restaurant in uh, Florence. That was like for workers, like for like uh, construction guys, like, you know, everyone in it was like in a little like hard hat and like, you know, glowing uh, vest. And there was no menu. And we're just these stupid tourists who had like found this place in a book and we sit down and the guy comes over and he's like, ah, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, ham and meloni. And we were like, oh, he's telling us the food. And we were just like, yeah, 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 that sounds good. But he didn't speak any English. And it was beautiful. And then he gave us the greatest ham and melon I've ever had. Wow. I've, I've oh, never wow. Um, and then gave us like pasta with pesto or whatever. It was great. It's still my it's favorite. Great. It's the best Italian, food. Italian food is still food. my favorite. Great it's still food. my number one. Yeah, I, yeah. And, and Boston food, number one, Italian, number two. <laughs> Boston is number one. Sure. But it's the Boston best food, Italian. but like also... The way they do it, as Nick is saying, you know, they're like, oh, you get a couple of little starters, you get a salad, you get a pasta, you get a main, you eat this over a long time, you somehow don't feel ridiculous. Like, it's the best yeah. way to eat. It's it's so it's, nice. It's a quality of life thing. You're just like, I'm eating, like, good ingredients prepared simply but intelligently. I'm, like, so satisfied and I'm not walking out of here like a fucking indulgent Cheesecake Factory meal. Right. Which, no disrespect, I'm a fucking disgusting pig and I love going to these places <laughs> and ordering dumb things yeah, you're and having garbage fun. Boy. And then I spend the next four days on the toilet. <laughs> and it was so great to walk out of here and be like, we finished everything. We were still hungry. 
but not like unsatisfied. Yes, not unsatisfied at all. I, in fact, I'm so hungry right now, my stomach is rumbling. Um, mm. And I want to get to our snack segment so I can eat. Yes, I want. I also want to do that because that I'm actually. I, I keep eyeing this. Box. We're doing a bi-coastal snack or whack. Yes. The only other thing I want to say is there were only five pastas on the menu. We got the two that seem most interesting, and all the pastas were like in the sort of twenty twenty-five dollar range, except for the truffle gnocchi, which we did not get, mm. which was sixty-five dollars. Wow. So that's that's their Hachi, gnocchi upcharge. Doughboy's dime. We should have done it. I we we I thought about it and I was like, we won't. I mean. It, 65 bucks for like what will be a little bowl of gnocchi with truffles is especially when I, our I don't think I can handle was that. 28 all in yeah, yeah it's kind of wild. wild also you made Weiger quote a famous New Yorker the critic <laughs> yeah this was Urbani white truffle I don't know if Urbani white truffle is fancier but I don't yeah. know we had white tr- I don't I don't remember the the specific the, the black truffle was more on the on and so we only had white truffle right. and then it, the, sure. the black truffle adding it to the steak was that $38 was, yeah. I believe and <laughs> No the it, white the, truffle was like you got them flipped the black truffle was cheaper the white truffle was the one that was expensive really? yeah, yeah I thought it was 38 dollars for the because because we had white truffle in the pasta right are you looking at yeah. the menu the right menu now? i'm looking at now it's the it's the white truffle upgrade is 38 dollars which is the same price oh, as the right. pasta well, there we go. That we got. More. and then the the black truffle is 17 wow yeah um we chose to mention the steak we had was incredible yes we didn't we, we didn't get to the bizteca it which, was just a well-prepared steak you and i kind of looked mm. at each other and it was on the menu and I like we didn't know what to do because we both wanted it, right? And so we got it, and that's why we did the pot, the pot, like we split two sides, and yeah. then Wags, you got a, a fish dish, correct? Yeah, I got the uh, I got the swordfish, which the swordfish. was a Margie recommendation. You re- she recommended that or the it was Branzino. Good. Yeah, it's quite good. It, it, the Branzino was a whole fish, and I like getting a whole fish, but it's also like that's a commitment, and that's also a lengthy eating experience. So mm. I was kind of like, yeah, I'll I'll just do the the fillet. Uh, that's yeah. a, that's when we tossed on your seafood pasta, but. I just want to quickly say that. Yeah. No, man, my stomach's going to rumble again. I don't want to talk about it. It's an issue because I want to talk about the food, but it's if making you me bring hungry. It up, it triggers another rumble. It's the well, rumbles em- are coming. Emma's on the ones and twos here. She'll turn his mic <laughs> down, his stomach mic down. It's fine. Emma, will you turn down my rumbles? I'll turn the rumbles up, the voices down. I'm on it. <laughs> Emma, is there like a rumbles filter you can do to boost that rumble? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Look, I, I'm going to just talk over rumble if it happens. Yeah. So if I interject during one moment, it's because a rumble has come on. You should have eaten something earlier. I had a banana. Yeah, you, you rolled up with a, with a single banana, which for you walking around just holding a, a loose banana, <laughs> just asking to be called Donkey Kong. <laughs> Shirtless. <laughs> I was at Nintendo Land earlier, too. Yeah. Um, Big red tie. I, all right. The Bizteca. Oh, here we go. The Bizteca. <laughs> <laughs> the rumble's going to start. Hold on. It's going to come. <laughs> I'll, maybe I'll put the microphone. If, if I if one's coming, I'll let everyone hear. It. Okay. Um, but we, <laughs> Griff, we 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 knew we wanted the bisteca, yes. and I got to say, not huge. Like the portion no. was an issue. It was sort of thinly sliced. It wasn't a, it a was, massive cut. It was delicious. It, it was, was so. It was really, we really. Both really good. took a bite, looked at each other, and went like, "Holy shit!" Because they weren't doing anything yeah. fancy, mm-hmm. uh, but it was just such good meat it was so good and it was just like a little salt on the side mm-hmm. that's it there was no sauce it was just beautifully prepared Mitch just lowering his mic to his tummy served on a a it's like a, a wooden cutting board yeah and a, as you noted just a a 
a gigantic pool of blood. Yeah, there yeah. was blood pooling around. There was blood it. that pooled yeah. into like the crevice on the side of the board, and it yeah. kind of looked like a blade. It looked like what vampires do to drink blood. It was like right. collecting it. There's the bit in the first Hellboy where like Rasputin cuts himself, and the blood trickles into the pattern on the floor to like unlock. That's what it looked like. Yeah, and so and it came with a little sides like a arugula side salad, which was nice. But it was all just so simple it and was simple so and excellent. excellent. It was yeah. it was it was it it was it had great taste. It yeah. was. And there was a little salt that we were dipping our yeah. the salts turned bloody. Yeah, um, red salt. It, and it it was it Looks was like fantastic. we were on the planet crate. Mm. It did. I hate to admit it. You have to. It yeah. looked like the planet crate. Yeah. It was you red one of those, and salt. One of those foxes. Crystal fox. Yeah. Yeah. Just been go. surprised. As you're talking about this, you all realize that you say you like this movie. We do. We do. The like movie it. with the red salt in the bad-looking foxes. I you love all these like big, cool things we're talking about. And also about. at the same time, there's a mirage Mark Hamill in this scene. It's cool. That's a cool. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, Isn't it yeah, because we're in person it. again that I'm like, shut the fuck up. That movie sucks. <laughs> Why are you lying? <laughs> no one even cares about it anymore. Would you believe that Last Jedi was litigated for 15 minutes over Lemoncello last night <laughs> <laughs> as we were digesting our food? Did we talk about okay. it last night? Yes. yes. What did yes. we talk about? Okay, now I'm glad I wasn't there. I was jealous until I heard this. Yes. <laughs> there, there was also, so, like you brought it up in reference to like someone who wasn't there's opinion about The Last Jedi saying and you thinking they were insincere. Right, saying that you thought they were pretending to like it and Weiger and I were like, we both like it. <laughs> who was the person? Can you believe was... them? Oh, yes, I know who it was. Don't yes. say it. I know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> I know who it is. Um, anyways, The Last Jedi is really bad. Um, <laughs> it's a bad movie. Casey, Anya, have you seen Last Jedi? Uh, yeah. Do you like it? I I think I do like it. Yeah. Oh, you wow. <laughs> That was the saddest. You don't. I can tell. You don't, Case doesn't. Like I don't. Anya. I don't like. There are parts I don't like, but there are parts I really like. This is fascinating wow. now because it's so. It, it's so exhausting to have any opinion in the Last Jedi. You ask Casey and Anya, and both of them like clench their teeth. Yes. And it's so clear that it's like I lose either way. Yes, whatever right. I say here. Anya, what do you think? Never seen a single Star Wars in my whole life. Wow. You kind know what? Of the only safe answer it. at yeah. this point. I love it. It's great. It's don't smart. do it for your I mental won't. health. I can't. Yeah, don't it's smart. It. Yeah. I don't think I'm gonna like it now. Yeah, I don't think I I I think you're cool. You're from Massachusetts. You're not gonna like. It. <laughs> now I, I'm I'm curious of way I, I I think Emma's in a similar boat, but I can't remember Emma if you have an opinion on the Last Jedi. She's never seen it. Why? I, I thought so. I thought no. that was the case. Nope. Wow. Only wow. the original. <laughs> and you absolutely can't see it now with your job. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I think it would lose my job. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Emma's got to fucking go. She's lying about liking that movie. <laughs> it did. Look. Yeah. The salt looked like great. It's true. It did. But unlike that film, this was a beautiful dish. It tasted fantastic. Uh, it didn't leave a bad okay. taste in my mouth. Okay. Yeah. All and right. for me, it was the last Jedi of steak. I love oh that. Thoughtfully prepared. My stomach rumbled Satisfying. during that. I tried to do it. I couldn't get pick it up in time. But... We were just talking about the steak. It, it, it triggered it. Sure. Um, I we got to talk about the desserts. We got to get Sims let, out let, of here. Yeah. Let me let me let me let me just real quick. Uh, the the swordfish. Uh, you guys each had a bite. I'm not mm. sure we had a take on it. It nicely grilled. It's like a Meyer lemon sauce. Had capers mm. on it. Not too many capers. 
uh, right balance of capers, and then just a little, little side of, of, of some greens. I, I, I don't know, that, that delightful little dish. It's really good. I took a nice bite. Nice little piece that of fish. Good. Good. Swordfish is a great fish. Yeah. I made mm-hmm. swordfish the, the night I proposed to my wife. Wow. Yes. Swordfish for her. Yes. Did you yes, put we were... the ring on the sword nose of the I, I sure <laughs> did question. not. I did not do that. No, I had two swordfish steaks. I did not have a nose uh, wow. to, to do wow. anything with. But I remember that. Yeah, swordfish is good. Uh, Sims, you're uh, Sims the, your secundi. I we 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 were all pasta. We didn't have the wow, secundis. Okay. Wow. Okay, I'm going to say this. Having just said that, I love the way Italians eat food. Like I love the 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 procession of courses. I when I go to Italian restaurants, high end Italian restaurants in Manhattan or whatever, I usually am like, just get more pasta. The secundi's not worth it. Mm. Like you're gonna you know. You're gonna pay forty five dollars for like you know some cod. Like it'll be fine. Like just the pasta is the thing they're best at. Like overload on the pasta. Uh, I think that's why we were uh, hesitant to order the steak because we were like, is it silly to get it here? Should we just get more pasta? But the steak over delivered. The steak was great. Yeah, I'm feeling bad. The steak sounds nice. Yes. Oh, it's his bite of the night. Okay. Well, maybe we should have gotten the steak. All looked like great. I think it was the lunch vibes too. We were so happy with our pasta. We'd eaten so much bread. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, whatever. Anyway, it was it was a nice meal. We did not need it, but they they have everything. Just lowering the mic. They've got a Branzino. (laughs) They've got a chicken breast. They've got a steak. You know, they've got all the stuff you're you're supposed to to offer up. You know, it looks like a fine main dishes. Did you get any sweet treats? You get a dessert. We sure we 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 split the tiramisu. I mean, they had mm. like it was a tiny little pocket-sized menu with like two it was like tiramisu panna cotta something else that wasn't that interesting. And they, they, we we were we immediately knew we wanted the tiramisu. It was it came in a little jar. You know that presentation Ooh, well, where it's kind of yeah. like, you know, it's not the sort of little the little square of tiramisu, but it's like a little kind of, you know, uh glass of tiramisu it was very nice it's the only picture i have where we had started eating it before i took a picture because we were so eager to eat it i love a tiramisu wow right what'd you guys get yeah i love a tiramisu we there were four desserts there were four desserts on our menu and we got okay we got every single one um i mean mitch obviously from the beginning had been talking about how badly he wanted the lemoncello and they give us the dessert menu and two of the four desserts are lemoncello infused yes Yes. and then there was a sidebar lemoncello menu yes and we and griff and i both got a lemoncello yeah um and lemoncello was pretty good it was pretty good we were fucking going full devito (laughs) we 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 were in full devito mode i i i i was very Sipping the limoncello, I was very, I was a happy man because, like, the restaurant also started to die down. It got quiet in yes. a nice way. Yeah, people had left. The, they turned the music down. They started playing ABBA. It went from being this like thumping, like sort of DJ track yeah. to now you're just playing fun party music. And we said, "Hey, we're in, we're in." We went full Devito. We were in full Devito mode. We were clinking limoncello glasses. It was, it was a, it was a blast. <laughs> I loved it. And we had all four desserts lined up, and all of them were. Pretty good. I thought there was. I thought there were. We and There's get a, this, yeah. Sims. We ranked them in order of what we liked. Okay. And I was back on fourth on what no one and two was, which we'll we'll get to in mm-hmm. a second. 
But Margie matched our ranking of the dessert. She roughly matched the oh, consensus, yeah, without yes. without she being. Knew. Yeah. She we knew. Were so insane. That's someone yeah. who's eaten everything on the menu. That's what For you sure. want in a good waiter. Yes. Someone yeah. who's like, yeah, I know. I know what the stars are. Genuine opinions. And we were like, this is the one that's lagging behind. And she was like, yeah, that one's dropped off. It's it dropped off. It used to be yeah. bigger and better. Yeah. Uh, I'm checking. I'm checking my watch because I know Sims has to get out of here, and we do. We do have something we want to taste. So uh, we'll speed through the desserts, and then we'll get to our final thoughts. We got the uh, that micro machine mode. Here a lemon go. sponge cake, a, a rum soaked yeast cake, which was kind of like a a, a honestly like a cream cream puff pour, uh, form factor. It had a little cream filling inside. That was inside. the dropped off one. Yeah, that was yeah. our least favorite. Uh, we got a chocolate and almond flourless cake, which we all ranked one or two, and then we also yeah. got the limoncello soaked ladyfingers, uh, all, all aka the tiramisu. The the. Man, it, it would the the other three I thought were really great. The the third yeah. place was what that the was that the Ladyfingers one or is yeah, that, and and that which was good. The cookies especially on the bottom were good. Yeah, they were nice. But the one and two were so good, and that chocolate almond cake was really great. And that's the one I was flipping on. But you guys thought number one was the it was. T- I mean, it, it, I was saying like Delizia whichever one you've taken a bite of more recently, yeah. you mm. immediately go, well, that has to be number one, and then you try the other one and you'd flip again. But it yep. was like a cold torta with ice cream mm-hmm. that was just so classic and simple. Which we thought well we were done. like, is it gonna like too cold? Like, it felt like right. the cake should have been hot, but it did. It worked so well. And for then some this reason. lemon thing was just like so light and airy yeah. and beautiful. Yeah, delightful, delightful meal, fantastic service. Uh, let's get to our final thoughts on Italy. Uh, so, David, uh, we'll begin with you. Uh, your closing okay. arguments uh, based on a lifetime of experiences at this chain, and then your fork score from zero to five. I think Italy is for. I mean, for a chain, quite impressive. I've I've only ever been to the one branch, so I, I guess I cannot testify to its consistency across all branches. But I do feel like the the store once you're over the sticker shock is at least in New York surprisingly easy to plan like a week's meals with, you know what I mean? Like it's not mm, just that you're right. going to get fancy Italian specialties. Like they got good vegetables and fruit there. They got nice, they got a good butcher counter there. Like the, it, it's it's not some, you know, bullshit store filled with like, you know, whatever, fancy endorsed pro- uh fancy endorsed uh properties. I don't know what I'm trying what to say. F- but Italy's nice. I like Italy. I had never eaten at the restaurant before. I had only eaten like sandwiches and uh, they had like a sort of roast beef counter. I'd had that before. So I had sampled a lot of the cheaper stuff. The restaurant was uniformly very good. Everything we ate, we were totally satisfied by. For the price, I would say it felt like we were basically you know, paying like fancy Manhattan restaurant prices for what was like B plus A minus food. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, if I, you know, I could probably pay this and eat at essentially a sort of like Michelin star, very nice Italian restaurant in New York. And it would be, it would be a little better and it would, they would lay it on a little thicker, but I had no real complaints. I am. This is a weird one to give a rating to though. 
like, where are you guys? How are you guys feeling about it? You guys seem pretty positive on you. David, I'm right? sorry. Like something yes, incredibly some... bizarre has happened <laughs> in the studio. While you were giving you a review. Talking. And we listened to it, and it was a great review. I'm and we'll land on books in a second. But something has to be acknowledged. Why right? did you start happened? to chomp on a fucking apple mid, I in the middle mic- of your phone away? Why so did you the chomping sound? Behind his shoulder, took out a tightly wound ball of napkins, <laughs> unfurled it like he was going to reveal a diamond. It was an apple, and they took a fucking honking bite. The man making fun of me for only eating a banana. He I made that... he made fun of me for only eating banana, and then he oh, pulls so out an apple. We're about, to, do a snack we're about to eat the snack. <laughs> I knew everyone was going to be talking for a bit, and so I'd have a little stretch to lean back. So I thought that's I'd why have a I support it. The Thank man you, knew he wasn't going to talk. He wanted an apple. I ate an apple right before this, Doughboys. So I'm with him on apples. It triggered my stomach too. I started to rumble again. The wrapping in the napkin, it was more the thing, because it was like, he reaches out for something. I'm like, is this a bit he's setting up that it's an apple? You, look, but also, a, you guys went so quiet. I think which so has quiet. a complicated relationship, too. Let's also acknowledge. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yeah, I was, I was, I, I got to tell you, I was relieved when he took a bite out of it. Right. I was happy. Okay. I know you were just being on. polite <laughs> and listening to me. Yes. But I was also like, did I do something weird? Like I almost no. I felt like a weird chilly atmosphere. We were all, all vibrating. <laughs> yes. Who's gonna say it? You should have known that Wags did something very weird. He ate the apple. What do you um I'm just worried about the clock because we got we, we got right, yeah. All right. Yeah, so, all right, yeah. all right, all right. Okay. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Italy four forks. Mm. Four I think forks. it's a solid four forker. I'm I'm basically like limiting it out of a golden plate club situation because uh sorry, a platinum plate club situation because of the price. Like I just yeah. you know, I, I but I think that I don't think the price is like entirely unjustified. It is high end gourmet stuff that's well done mm. and they have a they have good quality control. Like I've never gotten anything in Italy that I thought sucked. But it's just always going to be a thing where I'm like, eh, you know, I can't, I can't go there much. Like, you know, I, I can't do this. One hundred percent. It's a special occasions yeah. place. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were sort of looking at it's offices to, to move into four to have a little blank check studio, mm-hmm. and for a while we were looking in that neighborhood, and it was one of those things that felt a little dangerous. About like if Italy's yeah. on our block. Oh sure, yeah. You know, we were like looking. We'll right end up there the too much. Yeah, right. It'll, yeah. it'll be too much, but um. If, if I if I can go, if Please. this is my, my birth, I want to say uh, it was such a satisfying meal. The worst things we had were only paling in comparison to how good everything else was. There's nothing I regretted eating or that really let me down. It was truly just a game of contrast because everything else was punching so high above its weight class. I also want to say at a certain point I'm looking at the menu and I turned to you guys and I was like, this might be like one of the more expensive meals you've ever done on the show. But then I think about there are times you've talked about places that are sort of like second tier high end chains where I feel like your final total was more than this. Certainly like a pirate's dinner adventure cost more than this. Yeah. You know, and like Ruth's Chris go, Steakhouse, which exactly, we mentioned earlier. Which like I have no problem with Ruth's Chris, but this is a higher quality of what we had compared right. to the price. It's like. The, the prices are more respectable for the restaurants sit down than it is as a market. And I think if you compare it against other things at this price tier, especially for a quote unquote chain, I mean, Mitch at the end admitted to Margie that we were there eating for a podcast. Yes. And uh, I, I said, like, you should understand 
we're not like, this isn't like a high-end food podcast. We're going to be comparing this to McDonald's. And when you're looking at it on that scale, you're like, for what we spent, it, it really delivered. It really hit the spot. But that's why you almost are like, compared to chain restaurants, this has to be a five. But if the question is, how is it delivering? This is my the premise. Right. I was this this. I know that obviously you're always judging a thing right. against its peers, but I was not quite sure how to think about this on a on a. And, five and this place scale. is essentially asking you to judge it against the best restaurant in Tuscany, <laughs> which on that scale, I'm like solid four, solid respectable four. It oh. was a really enjoyable meal. Well. So, so far, it's still in the... Uh, look, I had to leave to get spoons, kind of. Yeah. Um, for as you want to do. And, yeah. and, and uh, <laughs> for a segment. Not just because I'm the spoon man. Um, and also get some lactate. Even more clues. Mm. Um, I I got lactate for you and for me. Oh, thank you. Um, but I... I um, look, Batali bad. Batali's a bad guy. But they bounced him. You almost got to give him credit got, for the yeah. complete bounce. They got, they yeah, got rid yeah. of him. He's gone. Um, and look, I don't... It's last night was filled with like these people who work in the entertainment industry who are like millionaires and billionaires. So you're like, what the fuck do you do? Yeah. I, like, you know, these these West Side people, like I said, that were I like, have 12 flights of stairs. <laughs> whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, just these people, you don't understand what they do. Like I said, it was like eyes wide shut ish, yeah. mm. uh, eyes wide shut light. And but. I'm not going to deny that we had a great time. We and really I'm going to put a ton of that credit to Margie. She deserves five out of five forks, 10 out of 10. I mean, she's she's above and beyond. Yeah. She, she got whatever that, that creep's name. What was the creep? He's not a creep. He was, was very nice. Oh, what was his name? Isaiah. Isaiah. We she loved went, Isaiah. She wins the Isaiah Award. She wins the Isaiah Award. <laughs> Who's not a creep? Uh, a good man. <laughs> um, but she wins the Isaiah Award. Vox <laughs> is mad at me. No, it's fine. Uh, um, I, I think that. It's a very interesting place. I ne I'd never been in there before. Mm. I have to go back to experience it without the five year anniversary party because it's it, it like I want to shop around. I want to shop around and buy some stuff and then sit down and eat. Maybe I'll go with you and Secunda for the next trip. Oh, how fun! Um, it's not gonna happen. Um, <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. Let's be honest. But uh, but. What I saw, I really liked Wags. I, 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 I think it is an interesting place. They obviously care about food. The, the ingredients were all great. Like, and, and the service was fantastic. Yeah. After we were let in and after they stopped watching us. Um, <laughs> so for that reason, I got to go four and a half wow. forks. Four and a half forks. I think, Solid. I don't know, even know why I wouldn't go five forks. I, I don't know. Why, like, there's, for what it's trying to do, you know what? I think I got to go five forks. It's almost wow. unfair because you're right. It is. It is. But it costs less than Pirates Dinner Adventure. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I've been regretting my score. I'm going to bump mine up to four and a half. Four and a half. I say five forks for me. Wow. Uh, I'm not going to go five forks. But this place still could potentially be in the Golden Plate Club. Why and, not five forks? Well, you'll get to it. Well, I think it's it's just fucking expensive. And like the, the market side of it, I think, has to be evaluated. We didn't really get to to experience it because mm. of that event. Sure. But, you know, the market side, it's nice. They have great but wares. But the meal side wasn't super expensive for what it was. For what it was, but it was also very expensive. Sure. I mean, this is like this was a lot of money. We were spending a, a this is not a, a dinner you could do regularly unless you were. It was some. a huge dinner for the for three of us and it 
the total was in the three hundred dollar range. It's a lot of fucking money. We ordered a lot. I agree with you. Yeah, we ordered a lot of food. It's a lot of. I'm saying it, but the like the steak was like was twenty eight bucks or something, right? Right. right. Or thirty or thirty bucks. We weren't eating like a seventy eight dollar steak. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You could spend more at other restaurants to, to hold against this place that it's expensive. It's just a thing that I I feel like is is part of the Italy experience is you're going to be spending a lot of money. I think it's inevitable. I think the service was very good. I do think it's a little weird atmospherically. Mm. Like I just like sure. just in general, like it's like you are in a nice restaurant, but you're also kind of in a food court. Yes, and we were like, crashing a birthday party. You were crashing a birthday party, but yeah. also, but even that's if the reason just, that I would maybe bump it down to four and a half. But even if you were eating there normally. It would it would just kind of feel like it it kind of feels like you're in like a a, a Vegas casino floor like it's just sort of sure. like you know it's a That's little a chaotic a chaotic yeah. and cacophonous. That said, Griffin brought up the Cheesecake Factory earlier. I would favorably compare this to the Cheesecake Factory because what they're able to accomplish at this scale, mm. like it's it's impressive that like they like hey yeah. we have we're doing all these things in the, with this gigantic uh you know floor plan this is this is this gigantic uh, restaurant space. Uh, and we're we're trying all these different things, and we're succeeding at all of them at all these different locations. I, I would find say that it, impressive. It, it is a little bit like a Canto bite situation. Yeah, it is kind of a Canto bite. Did you just look it up? <laughs> Canto bite, B I T E. Canto bite. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we had some good Canto bites last night. Canto bite of the night. <laughs> Did it take you a second to realize that Canto bite is the shitty casino from last show? I knew. I knew what it was. And you like that segment? It's crazy. It's the cool like casino. Canto bite. It's cool. Oh There's my god! That goblin. great, that great yeah. shot where they he go puts through the table. BB-8. Okay, it's, it's an improv everywhere that you guys are doing to me. <laughs> Uh, I'll go four forks for Italy. Welcome to the Golden wow. Plate. Wow. wow, I still don't right. get. I, 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 I. Look, I'm just saying. Like, I, I get it's an expensive restaurant, and I know that that like if a restaurant is too expensive, it's too much. But I thought the prices were reasonable there. I think uh, for, for at is. the restaurant, the if right. If you compare prices it to like reasonable. an Applebee's, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Look, it's uh, you're you're getting get good it. food. I think that like I'm 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 trying to holistically evaluate the I'm entire chain, the entire restaurant. Nick and I, I have the same experience. score. Yeah, yeah four, I think is, four is four is very four is a good score. Four is a good score. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're gonna take a break. Uh, we'll be back with more Doughboys, and we're gonna do a segment. We're we'll back be going after to this. Pandora. Mitch, listeners, did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. 
Well, Wags, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No, thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, <laughs> and all those protesters out there... Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Doughboys. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash Doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Mitch, how's your social battery right now? Is it drained, bursting with energy? How are you feeling and how did it get to this level? Wise, we just did two episodes of Doughboy, so my social battery is low. Mm, well, I'm shutting down. I Understandably, because mm-hmm. it can be easy to ignore our social battery and spread ourselves thin, especially with social gatherings picking up after the winter. What's the right amount of socializing for you, Wags? And how do you recharge? Maybe you thrive around people, or maybe you need some more alone time. Therapy can give you the self-awareness to build a social life that doesn't drain your battery. Me, I've benefited from therapy, as have many people that I love. And, you know, here's the thing I can say. Whether you've been in therapy or not, there are benefits for everyone. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are with David Sims, Griffin Newman, the Blank Check Podcast, Griffin in Disenchanted. Come to Disney Plus tomorrow. Wow. November 18th. November 18th. Uh, but, you know, we got to do a segment. Mm. And let's get into it. From HeadGum Studio in Silver Lake, this is Serial. A segment told one bowl at a time. Jesus. <laughs> this is a cluck call from the penitentiary <laughs> from <laughs> Captain Crunch. <laughs> I walked in and Toucan Sam was lying in a pool of blood. <clears throat> Yummy Mummy was in there sucking himself off. <laughs> okay. Was that the addition? So gotta... The Yummy Mummy part was the addition? Ah, uh, yeah, that was new. So this is almost a monster fuck crossover now? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, so hey, can uh, you we... believe, by the way, that they finally released Captain Crunch, that he's just like walking free again now? <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's so yeah. weird, because we just thought he'd be in there forever. Yeah, we thought he'd die in there. Yeah. No, he's just out and about. Yeah. A couple things. Right before this started, Wags, you said, Spoonman milk me. Or was it milk me, Spoonman? I said milk me, Spoonman, because we have some cereal. These are the Pandora Frosted Flakes. The Pandora Frosted which honestly, canonically, are Pandora Flakes. Pandora Wags. Flakes. With Pan- blueberry-flavored blue moons. Yes, I was going to say, these are, they're not Frosted Flakes, right? The, the no. title is obscured by Pandora. Yes. No, good point. Yeah, blueberry-flavored yes. blue moons. And then Tony is on the, the cover 
uh, wearing a a scarf, and uh, th- there's also the Avatar. Logo. No, it's an interesting but, choice because you're uh, David. I think you're about to say what I'm going to say. Why I'm, isn't he blue? Thank you. Yeah. He's going to be blue. <laughs> Tony you should can make be a that Navi. guy Navi. So he's not got blue. the stripes. He's a cat. He's got the nose he has and a the tail. Ears. Yes. yes. <laughs> Instead, it is classic Tony, not modified in any way, other than his classic red Tony handkerchief, neckchief, just has the little Pandora floating Ewa. sprites on it. But like. But like, was that some meeting at Kellogg's where like someone was like, you know, what would be fun is if we made Tony blue and Kellogg's was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. This is my question. It doesn't make any sense. My question is like, did Cameron shut it down or did Kellogg shut it down? Mm. I think Kellogg shut it down. Mm, Yeah, I would would guess so, too. Who was being protective of their characters? You know, the uh, Avatar, the the Na'vi have like tiger stripes, don't they? Yes, they they look like they look like Tony the Tiger. They practically his nose is blue. Kellogg should probably fucking sue James Cameron. I mean, like they should just (laughs) call him up. They're like upright (laughs) aliens. That was probably the compromise. They made his nose blue. His nose is always blue. Instead of wait, it is. I believe so. Can we Uh, look up classic mm. Tony? Oh, it's his no nose. Classic Tony. And also, instead of they're great, he should be saying, like, I see you or something. Yeah. Oh, his nose I, is always blue. I see Griffin you. Griffin is correct. Griffin, his nose is Thank blue. You. Yes. I know my Tony. Crazy. Wow. Wow. Griffin, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I see you. <laughs> Can I say something right away? Yeah. I, I get to Please. my first bite. Just about opening the box. This is not even about my first bite. The aroma was intense on opening the box. I don't know if that's true for you guys. But I got a real blueberry waft coming out of the box when I opened it up. Yep. This is funny because I like everything about this except for the taste, maybe. Oh, I like the taste. <laughs> but I'll say All right. they're great. David, you're you haven't been to the world of Pandora in Disney World. I have not. No. The immersive Only in my dreams. Avatar yes. experience. <laughs> One day I'll drag you kicking and screaming on a plane. Or we'll walk there on foot from New York. But um that, that they make that place smell like you're in like a beautiful garden. You know, that's mm, like part of mm. the sensory experience of it. I do feel like the wafts of this cereal, I feel like I'm on Pandora. Okay, well, I think you're high out of your mind because that doesn't, <laughs> does not smell like a beautiful garden to me. I'm getting subtle floral notes. It smells like medicine. I mean, not, it's very, not even... The blueberry is very yeah. artificial blueberry, strong yeah. scent, strong flavor, too. And also, I got a lot of the blue clusters in here. There's a lot of yeah. blueberries. Interesting. I'm kind of light on them. Really? I feel like so often with themed cereals like this or cereals where there's like a special piece in there, they're pretty stingy. Yeah. It's like, you know, one out of every six or seven. And I feel like we have a pretty close ratio. It's like one to two mm-hmm. flakes to moons. Right. Look, I don't know how you guys feel about blueberry as an artificial flavor, but it has never been my favorite. I don't know where you guys are. I, I'm with you. It's it's lower I'm on my artificial flavor rankings, near the bottom. I'm I'm pro artificial blueberry, but I get it. Like if that would be my least pot, maybe not least, but that would not be the pop tart I would pick if I'm at the grocery store and I'm you know I'm I'm checking them all out. Sure. I'm, I'm coming around on these, but I got to say, regular Frosted Flakes is one of my favorite cereals. I just This I is love, the thing. Yeah. Well, I corn, ruin them. Why are the flakes not frosted? When I was a boy, corn flakes, and then just my grandma would put sugar on the corn flakes yep. with, with milk, and it was fantastic. I, this, 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 this is, there's a strong, what, you never heard of that? Are these flakes not frosted? They're not they frosted. Are. They, they, are they? No, they are. No, Look at them. Fro- Look at them. Pull them up to the light. <laughs> these flakes be frosted. 
They you, are. You got to dry because you, you were telling us you're a dry guy. Blue I'm moon? a dry guy. I drink. I, I drink. I eat dry cereal. I'm a dry guy. Yeah. Are these blue moons blue? Same. Of course they're blue. Just Same? Like the, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> what? What? Oh, you're a dry. <laughs> I Emma, did dry you know your mic was on? <laughs> yeah. For a second, I felt like you were Chime responding to something else. Uh, no, Emma and I are dry guys. So I'm getting yep. the full frosting of the flake. I'm definitely tasting it. I don't know if it's being uh, dissipated by the, the milk at all. You guys are, are drinking milk. Lactade. And the milk. I got lactaid. Hey, you know, hey, lactaid speaking of Star Wars, the milk is blue. The blue, uh, milk is blue. Original Star Wars, not green. I, the green I mean, bullshit. I can tell I'm going to be on an island by myself here. Mm-hmm. And I love Frosted Flakes. Oh, God. I, I think they're say you like the green milk more than the blue milk or some <laughs> bullshit. I like both of them. They're both great. They're not both Galaxy's Edge is a resounding success. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got a blue moon on the mic. Sorry. I, I love Sorry, being Yelena Ray, one of my favorite characters. <laughs> Everything I'm saying is earnest. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always think about what you guys say, because I love stupid novelty tie-in limited foods, especially if they're tying into a movie. I'm such a fucking slut for that. Mm. But I think about what you guys say where you're like, is the special varietal of this better than the standard? It's the golden Oreos test of like, this has to at least compete. 100%. And and not make you go like, I wish I was eating a regular Oreo right now. Right. Mm. I feel like I'm maybe enjoying this more than your classic bowl of I hate that's, that's that opinion. That's the worst thing you've ever. <laughs> that's a horrible I'm opinion. Telling you, it's not, and not by a lot. I think it's a little bump, but I'm enjoying this. I'm not a blueberry guy, but I'm liking right. this this flavor profile. Can I immediately respond? Both Please. because I have to go, and also because I'm incensed. <laughs> Here's how I'm feeling. Sims, right Sims, now. Sims, I'm with you. This is yeah. insane. Blank check is canceled. <laughs> how I'm feeling right now is I'm eating this bowl of cereal and i'm like man i forgot how much i love frosted flakes like that really was a favorite for me as a kid i haven't had those in a while and i am simmering with anger that i have a box of this (laughs) shit so much that i might go through it and remove the moons but i think the essence of the moons will remain will linger there's too much because i'm I I it, it's like I'm eating a nice bowl of frosted flakes, and then once in a while I hit a moon, and I'm like, ah, yeah, ugh. like yeah, wow. Sims, I'm 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 with you, and also I'll say this, and Griff won't know this, but the moons once they sog up a little bit, they're like little like navi boogers. They're like yeah, like, they don't. They're like soggy and fucking nasty. Maybe it's just crispy moon. I see. I feel like this is like oops, all berries, like crunch berries. I've come around. I like it more, but the the blueberry and wise, my milk is blue. And the moons are blue, but that it's it's an overwhelming taste. And I love frosted flakes. And every time I'm getting a frosted flakes taste, I like that more than the blueberry. I, I yeah, I took a spoonful of just frosted flakes with the blue milk, mm. and it did have a strong blueberry character to it. Yes, just from from yes. berry runoff. David, your calculation is you're looking at the box and going, "Should I de Pandora this?" And my calculation <laughs> right. in my head was. How limited is this cereal? Do I need to stock up on? <laughs> right, right. You know, of course, you guys gave me Cranch for the first time on the podcast. Right. And mm. I now have 20 bottles of Cranch in my fridge because I'm always afraid they're going to discontinue it. And I might do a similar thing with Pandora Flakes. Dear God. Wow. The last That's time I did insane. this, the Batman versus Superman cereal was really fucking good. And I found a discount store that had it. And I truly would buy 10 boxes at a time. Movie was good, too. Uh, uh, yeah, I like that movie. We're here on the same page. Here. Right, we are on the same yeah. page. We like, we like, and we like the Snyder. We like cut. the Snyder cut a lot. Love the Snyder cut. Uh, so here's here's what I'll say. I think I'm I'm more with Griffin here. I won't go all the way saying these are these are better than 
regular frosted flakes. But I think this is a really nice uh, little, little a bit of. I, I think the blueberry moons are a nice little bit of flair. I think they're a nice little enhancement. And I, I like that this is a limited ed- edition cereal. I like this in terms of thematically as an execution of the Avatar IP in cereal form. I think it's fun. I it do is wish. Fun. I do wish Tony was fucking blue. Yeah, I wish Tony. And that's a knock. huge, yeah, that's my that's, big issue. That's a huge Tony error. should be a Navi. I mean, that there's bigger issues is that the blueberry moons don't taste good. But also, I think they taste pretty good. Yeah. I kind of like Here's, them. I'm going to tell you this from my all-time uh, favorite cereal now. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping to number one on the charts. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm this gonna, is my new crunch. Also, I got three spoons and one was small, and I thought that thematically I should take the small spoon. Griff right. took it. He I did, took, he went I'm ahead a little guy, it. and I was eating it dry. I, 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 I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got a big spoon for once. So, but I, I'm going to say this from a greedy Mitch perspective. I was like, I'm fucking taking home these Pandora flakes. Yeah. I'm not leaving them at HeadGum. I'm not letting Wags take them. I'm not letting Griff take them. I'm going to take them home. Now that I've tried them. Headgum, they're all yours. Chomp away. I don't want to. I don't. We, I'm Griffin. Griffin. taking them. Griffin's taking. Oh. This is what happened Griffin, last I take time. Take them. They, they're not good. You can take the lactate too, or I'll leave the. La- you know what, Headgum, you get the lactate. <laughs> Griffin, you know what? I'll bring this box yes! to the studio. Yes! Wow, that's that's the compromise. That's another thing. You can thing. fucking have them all you like. I'm gonna like fucking Instacart ten boxes of Pandora flakes to Blanche. <laughs> Which, by the way, was that was also a whole other thing was finding. Yes. Pandora flakes and Amelia and Emma and and I were trying to Sims get them to you and then they were sitting. You got them here. They were sitting outside your place and I was so nervous. I can't believe at one point I was so nervous someone would try to steal these. They suck. <laughs> I was like someone's gonna. I was. I, I said to Wags. I said it was like unobtainium sitting outside of your place. Unattended. No, I should have. I should have told, reassured you more. Like, my place is a very nice little uh, antechamber, whatever you want to call it. It's a good place for mail to sit. Mm. You know, no okay. one's ever stealing. A little table. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got right. a nice little table. Yeah. But we, it was, they were hard to find. We had it, we had it, we had an Instacart for, for me too. We were, we were trying to find them. It seems like Target is the only place you can find them. You have to yeah. search, you had to search on the Instacart app Pandora Flakes. So, so my best bet is you go to Target <laughs> and you might be able to get them. Griff, it, Target is the place to go. Yeah, no, there's a Target near our office. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stock up while the guys. This, this good. was a, you should give yourself some credit. This was a little Magic Mitch in action. You were the one who found them. You nailed it. Sure, you yeah, Mitch. Delivered. There was a little Magic Mitch gone. Yeah, when I searched Pandora Flakes, nothing showed up. Yeah. So that's Mitch Magic. Yeah. Look, um, Mitch Magic found yeah. a box full of shit. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm uh, so excited. So I love, a, but you know what? I love Avatar. I, this is not good. Yeah. I love Avatar too, but Mitch, you also did to get to the ten dollars minimum. Send me a bunch of baby food, which I actually that is true. <laughs> Very nice. And also, yes. I I also in my order also ordered myself a bunch of baby food. <laughs> you were like, "Oh, these pouches sound good." <laughs> they, honestly, the pouches. What were they called? Tots. What What are they? Happy tot. Happy, Happy tot. tots. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. looked good. I don't know if you saw them. Why <laughs> they look good? All right, snack future snacker whack. Yeah, yeah, we'll do the baby episode. Yeah, you have the boss uh, baby please. on. Yep. Uh, the other thing that annoys me is I'm so hungry. I'm gonna maybe pour myself. I or maybe I'm gonna I'll finish this. I think yeah. these are. I, I like them. It's it seems like 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 me and Griffin like them. Griffin likes them the most. I think I think they're pretty. I think they're pretty good, honestly. Yeah, and the I'm two of you time. both loathe these. I mean, I love frosted right. flakes and Sims. It seems like you're yeah. the same way. I think they're they, the David, avatar of cereal, the best that's ever been done. Da- yeah. David's gotta go. Frosted we're talking. We're talking avatar. I'm gonna go. David's gotta go see a half of that tar. Uh, that's the, right. Which your favorite movie of the year? Uh, maybe mine too. 
fucking love Tall. Hell I think yeah. it's creeping up to my number one. It's, it's been sitting incredible. well with me the more I think about yeah, it. Yeah, I got to see it again. It's, Are there nobbies in there or no? But that's why no I want to see it again. I, I, I want yeah. to confirm my opinion of it. And uh, we're yeah, I'm taking my wife to see, to meet Lydia Tarr, who is real. Guys, I love being on this show so much. It's, it's, it's a lifelong dream that keeps getting fulfilled. So thank you for having me. We love having having you. Everyone check out Blank Check with you and Griffin. Fantastic podcast. And we were able to do a Blank Check length episode today with the two of you. Yeah, and we got to have you guys on the podcast again soon. It's been too long since you guys have been on Blank Check. But but, but keep chatting. Don't let me We're going to keep chatting. We're going to do another hour. I got a lot of opinions on Pandora. I I figured. All right, bye, guys. Bye, David. David. All right. I, hey, that was cereal. Just like a restaurant. Wasn't it fucking feedback. rude that Sims left like that? It's unbelievable. <laughs> See a movie? I'm going to end the podcast. <laughs> uh, just, just like a restaurant by your feedback, let's open up the feedback. Today we have an email from Greg. Greg writes, how do you host Spoonman, Burger Boy, Emma, and Ghost of You song? Hey, Greg. Have you ever liked a restaurant, but then they start fucking up, and every time you go, something seems different? I could put so many places on blast that start out good as hell, and then just like a partner who has gotten too comfortable in a relationship... Starts cutting corners and barely puts in any effort. The hell? <laughs> Jaded. Greg, I thought yeah. you maybe had to yeah. cool it, my man. Are you <laughs> hopefully you're not in a relationship right now or uh this isn't passive aggressive? Uh how many times will you keep going and giving them another chance before you cut them out of your life? For me, it is about two times. Uh. So you've had a bad experience at a restaurant that was good before. And how many chances do you give it? Well, we talk about this. Yeah. A place where I order lunch from regularly, mm-hmm. a salad place. And I've had them fuck up big time. We'll, yeah. ble- we'll bleep it this time, Emma. <laughs> I mean, everyone everyone knows what it is. It's we left it unbleeped last time, so. <laughs> yeah. It's but I, I still order for lunch all the time, and I've given them a million chances, and I still just go back. I, I think for me, there's maybe like some line. Like, I've, I told you at one of my other favorite restaurants, there was a hair in my and 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 like a and you and I give passes for hair all the time, but there was like a huge hair, and I remember, oh god, you bump them up a fork sometimes if it's a good hair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like hairs in my food. I was at a restaurant that you visited while you were here. Oh, okay. So okay. you know what it is because uh-huh. yep. we talked about it. A place and you like a lot. A place I love. Yeah. And I got mashed potatoes, and there was hair in it, and I remember pulling the hair, and it was coming out of my throat. Uh, a reverse was, lady in the tramp. It, it was. It was like. It was like. It reverse lady in the tramp. It was like a ringu or like a <sighs> grudge moment where I was just like pulling hair out of my throat. Why? Because you Fucking know of nasty. this. Yeah. Um. And I love that place, and I'll always give it a second chance. I think for me, a big thing would be like if I got an actual roach in my meal, <laughs> that might be an ender. And there is a restaurant where I there was a roach in my platter, and I still gave it another chance after that so i i think that like for my answer for me is like as many chances as it needs but if i bit into a bug it maybe would end a restaurant for me is that fair like biting into a bug if you bite if you if i bit a cockroach so basically you're saying is that if a place fucks up you'll keep going until it's like it's not like a like a set number of fuck ups it's more like how severe is the fuck up yes i think that i I, i'll definitely give it a break you know what i mean like i won't go back for a while but i'll I'll go back eventually where you said you got a screw in your meal once am i misremembering this that that happened to maddie 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 smith got a screw but i got i got a rock in a in a sandwich from we can maybe we can and 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 there was like an actual 
stone. So that's you're saying you'll tolerate a drop in quality. It's if they start including items that are not food. <laughs> that's your breaking point. I think point. that is a big breaking point. Yeah. Someone, I think that's fair. There was a diner where someone got an omelet and there was a full roach in the omelet. And I'm like, ugh. That's pretty nasty. I don't know if I could ever mm. I don't know if I could ever do it ever again. I don't know if I would ever trust the place ever again. The place where I the place where I got the bug, it was like a live small roach on the side of the container in the bag, which mm. was bad. But it's also like one of my favorite, I'm going to say it too here. We're going to bleep a lot of things I want. Okay. And I'll um. never give up. I'll never give up. I love Yeah. I love when you just tell Emma, we're going to create more work for you because I want to say this thing. It's just a few bleeps, Emma. Wait, was, the, was the roach on the inside of the container or on the outside of the container? Like it crawled into the to-go bag or it was in with your food? I like I, I, t- I took it. My, my guess is that it was probably it, because there was a salad was in the veggies. Um, yeah, no. I know. Tough. I'll, I'll say that no place makes more mistakes for me than my beloved Del Taco. Mm. Uh, my Del Taco order is wrong so frequently. I kind of just anticipate. And this they, is especially they are, they, bad. They are like really they're bad. They're notorious about it. And look, I, God bless the workers there. They're overwhelmed. The menu is always changing. Mm. It's it's a it's a little too large. And uh, you know, it's if if I if I order the the uh, the the uh, a chicken quesadilla, and I get a a, a, a meat protein free quesadilla. That's fine. Uh, if I get the wrong type of taco, that's fine. It, but it just I, it happens regularly. I anticipate it. I like the food enough where I'm willing to go there. And also, it's kind of a treat when my order is perfect. It's like, <laughs> oh, I have I fu- fucking everything. Wow, they fucking nailed it. So yeah. I, I kind of view it from that perspective. As far as what will cause me to stop going to a place, uh, honestly, like it it has to be something. I think either union wise. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a big thing. Like if I if I find out that like like hey the this place steals tips from the workers, yeah. they're pulling a batali, or like you know the owner's fucking racist, or uh, you know, or, or or honestly sometimes like if a place just kind of feels a little bit like elitist and rude, and I'm just like they kind of are treating it, it, it didn't end up happening place, last night, but of, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, they're they're kind of treating me like I don't belong here. I don't love that. It's it's more stuff on the customer service side than the the quality of food side, but. Yeah, I don't know if I have, I don't have like a set number of chances. It's not two chance. you get two, three strikes, you're out, which sounds like Greg's system. It's mm. just like, you know, if it, if it crosses, like, like Mitch, if it, if it crosses a, a bridge too far. I don't know, Griffin, you have no, any experience? No, my answer is very similar. I mean, I think the through line here is perhaps all three of us are very low on self-respect <laughs> and are gluttons for punishment because we're all describing bad experiences that happen to us. It's like, but I'm not going to give up on it. I don't deserve any better than this. I'm dirt. <laughs> I do feel like, yeah, there are places I go to that will fuck my order up a lot or the thing won't be quite, I, I can sense the drop off in quality either in preparation or like maybe they're switching to cheaper ingredients or whatever it is. But I think the worst I'll do by and large is go like, let me take a break from this place. Right. Come back and give them another chance. And I don't know if I ever run out of giving them another chance. Like I, I will want to come back after two months or three months and hope that it was an off day, whatever it is. Uh, but I, I feel like, yeah, with you, it's more, it's easier to lose me on a vibe level. Or if I'm just like, this business feels fucked. It like, yeah. feels kind of evil in a way. Yeah. Mitch, have you been to the Apple Pan post-pandemic? No, but we were 
Griff and I drove yeah. by it last night on after the restaurant. That's when we were one of my favorite restaurants home. in the world. Apple Pan is is fucking great. Yeah. It, it, it's a it's burgers. Oh no, burgers, fries. Scary to me. I don't know what you're about to say. Sodas and pies. Just basically, their whole menu. Simple, very very simple. Frozen in time, perfect place. Yeah. Well, Sodas, fries, burgers, and pies. Yeah, rhyme. Yeah. It sounds fucking great. So this was basically like like what you just mentioned. Frozen in time was a big part of its appeal. Yes, like you go in and it's just a big U shaped counter and you'd sit down there. And like a chef who's been working there uh, since the seventies, uh, it will, will like draw a little smiley face with ketchup on your dish, and you know make your burger for you. It's really quiet. It's It's a place that you feel like this doesn't tolerate anyone coming in with a big ego. Yes, yeah. They serve you soda in like a little paper cone. Like everything about it's beautiful. Do you request the the smiley face ketchup thing or is it a thing that he still does for you? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I kind of get it by default. You don't get the smiley face ketchup? I don't don't think I've seen that. I don't know. uh, (laughs) Do it on my chest. (laughs) (laughs) So... So uh, the the food is really good, and it, and if you've been back since, crunch like me. the food is still it's still good. It's still the apple pan. But Draw the me thing like is, one of your crunch girls. Sorry. <laughs> they don't have the they don't have the little triangular triangular the conical paper cups anymore. Those are gone. Part. Uh, they don't have they they take credit cards now, which is nice. It used to be cash only. But you know that's easy, that but you're losing a little bit of the culture, a, maybe. Exactly. Let's not forget that. the night that I spent uh, two hundred dollars there on dinner for the Simpsons writers, and then. Fox wouldn't reimburse me. Oh. If you want to talk about Mr. Stairman. Wait, really? A hundred percent. You yes. ate the you ate the cost? I ate the cost as a PA who made five hundred dollars. Because a week. it was cash? Because because it was cash and then I turned in my receipt like a month like a month later. But still, come on. Sure. It's like, so that's you know, kinda on you. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> that's insane for you for all the other shit you have to do. Yeah. No, that's PA, insane. PA stuff and then it was like a month like it she just didn't want to pay me. Yeah, that's insane. She didn't want to go, like, my boss didn't want to go through Fox and, like, have to pay me. Your boss should have given you, like, they're all fucking rich over there. Your boss should have handed you $200. Be like, look, we'll get you reimbursed, but yes. for now, yeah. th- this will tide you over. No, yeah. that's absurd. That sucks. I, I, I try to go to Apple Pan every time I'm in L.A. Yeah. And I think I've only been once post-pandemic, and it was, uh, or post-lockdown, let's say. Pandemic will go on for years and years in different forms. But uh, the one time I've been post-2020 was when they still weren't, reopen for dining yeah that's the other thing so they they're not so they their their indoor dining area yeah. is all just prep now right and they have patio tables okay, outside. i wasn't sure if that had changed this at this point there wasn't even patio tables like i had to take it to go and find a bench yeah nearby. i i waited at like a bus stop yeah they, they have outdoor seating head. now and you know it's nice but it, it but it's like a window and it's like the the charm was you sit at the counter the place, and you talk to the, the guy cooking your place. burger it and... does feel like a time machine when you cross that door yeah that's a bit of a bummer to hear. But food quality has not gone down. No, but I mean, but I'll just say, like, the change in vibes is enough where it's I'm huge. like, I'm just less excited to go to the Apple No, pan. I agree with you. I think the vibe change will scare me off of a place more than a dip in quality. I think yeah. I will tolerate and keep rooting for a place if they disappoint me on a meal or two. Yeah. But if the activity of being there is more unpleasant. What a mistake. This bummed me out, too. Why? 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 You got... don't change a classic. Yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. change a classic. It, it, it's, it's kind of a bummer. Um, um, also... If we had to go by his relationship rules, like, I'm someone who would need to be given a billion chances. So, like, I mean, like, restaurants make mistakes That's and it happens. Right. I'm like, true. I identify as the restaurant that keeps fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, the number of times I'm on a podcast, a man who talks for a living, that I am able to un- unable to form a sentence. Like, yeah. it's just like, I fuck up constantly. Right. We don't know how to serve the number one thing on the menu. 
I I didn't like Pandora flakes, and I went for a second bowl. Uh, I mean, that's just. I mean, I was just hungry. I guess <laughs> you were you were eating more of it while complaining about how much it sucked. I I was I I got a I got a this second time I got too many blue moons the first time, second time more flakes. I still think that the blue moons are a little. They're not. Great. I'll say it. I'm ready to go back to Pandora Flakes. Oh my God. <laughs> Tony should be blue. I'm ready to go back. If you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DO. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double A Weekly Bonus episode, you can join the Golden or Platinum Play Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Also, check out Doughboys Snack Pack on Spotify Live. Hang out and chat with us every Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Listen live on Spotify. We've almost eaten, a, we've eaten half a family-sized box. And also, I was just going to say that the bottom half of Tony you can't see. So who knows if maybe... There is some blue down there, is what I was going to say. <laughs> That's another missed opportunity. It should be this family is a fortress size box. That's uh, that would be good. Tony should be blue. Family is a fortress. Yeah, yeah. Uh, check out blank check. So look at the background. There's some cool back. There's some pa- Pandora back. The packaging Pandora is good. Rules. I think the packaging is good, except for Tony not being blue. And yeah. there's also like the tentacle. The, the oh man, Tony could have the little tentacles in his tail. Yes. He yeah, should be they fucking someone yeah. on the box with his tail. <laughs> he should be plugging in to a mighty Akron. Uh Everyone listen to Blank Sam Check. Sam the, t- what is the, 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 the Toucan the Sam. Sam. <laughs> He's plugging in. I listen to Blank Check every week. I hope you do too. Uh, great it's podcast. Very, fantastic very, very podcast. Fun. And I mean, you guys are truly, you're, I'll speak for David. I know he said a similar thing, but you're our favorite podcast. God bless it you. It remains surreal to be able to do the show with you guys and be friends with you guys. Uh, uh, wow. Always a delight. Yeah. Lo- love our, love wrong your with podcast. You love our text. They got bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> uh, check out Blank Check with, uh, with you and David Sims. And also, Disenchanted yes. on Disney Plus tomorrow, yes. November 18th. For the whole family. I think it's really uh, good. I, I really, really like the movie a lot. And I, when you say that, it's like a he doth protest too much thing. But I'm also like, <laughs> people go out and they promote something that they know sucks. Yeah, right. And I think this movie is a real delight. I think if, if people like the first Enchanted, it took a while for there to be a sequel. But I think they sort of recaptured the magic and it's really fun. And I... Uh, I, I squeak throughout the entire movie. I make a lot of a little quippy one-liners, and uh, hopefully will not irritate parents who have to watch this on a constant loop. <laughs> it's truly, it is the number one thing I was thinking to myself every time I was in a recording studio where it's yeah. like, I got to be funny, but I got to avoid being the thing I hear my friends complain about. Yes. I've watched this 87 times. This one fucking character is driving me crazy. <laughs> That's a great thing to have in your head. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, congrats on the movie, and thank, thank you, you so much for making time for us. Yeah. Uh, and hey, that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. This in-person episode of Doughboys. Wow. We'll do it again, Mitch? I'm, hey, this is right down the street from my play. Oh, I shit. I shouldn't dox myself. <laughs> <laughs> this is near my place. We can make this happen. It's we just downstairs. Have this is the ground floor of your home. <laughs> <laughs> well, why's come over? You're going to drive this way. That's the issue. I took the train. Oh, you like that I shit. Took, I, I hopped on, I jumped on the expo line, and then I transferred to the red line, and then I got on the number four bus. Anyone trying to see, anyone trying to see a dick on that bad boy today or no? <laughs> they will, whether they want to or not. <laughs> it's not about who's trying to see. It's about who's trying to show. <laughs> All right. See ya. Next time, I'm Happy eating. See ya. Want more Doughboys? Check out the Doughscored, our Discord server. You get Doughscored access plus the Doughboys double when you join the Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. That's patreon.com slash doughboys. Want to see the sources for this week's intro? Check the episode description. 
That was a HeadGum Podcast.